Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The Rundown Wrestling Network is proud to partner with Dubby. Dubby is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or angst like other energy drinks. Dubby is made in the USA, contains zero sugar, zero filler, zero artificial colors or dyes, and zero gluten. There are no secret ingredients and no special formulas, so you know exactly what you're putting in your body. All of Dubby's flavors are custom-made in-house, so you won't find them anywhere else. And with how much drink mix you get per tub, it works out to a dollar per serving or less. That's cheaper than your favorite coffee shop or canned energy drink. So try Dubby today. Click the link in the episode description or point your browser to W.GG and use our code RUNDOWNWRESTLING, all caps, all one word, to save 10% on your order. That's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G, promo code RUNDOWNWRESTLING, all caps, all one word, to save 10%. Try it out with a starter pack or dive straight in. Get a full tub. Get yourself a shaker. Get some stickers. Get some apparel. Get it all at W.GG with promo code RUNDOWNWRESTLING for 10% off. That's W.GG, promo code RUNDOWNWRESTLING. You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Stay song! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today. Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God, I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. And I'm here. Well, look at it this way. It's the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick, you work my arm, I work your arm. Same time, same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks anyway. I'm touching my own dick. So you're working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for the rundown. Welcome, everybody. To the rundown. Let me tell you, if you tend to jerk off while looking in the mirror because you sort of look like your dad, you've come to the right place. It's the rundown. I'm your host, Troy. Adam is off this week. And uh, I am not alone, thankfully. Joining me today, Jason is here. Welcome, Jason. And if you're Sal, you've probably come on your keyboard. Yes. I was going to understand that reference. That's Ten why seconds they should be watching us on Twitch. That's that's fair. That's fair. What's yeah. going on, guys? How are we doing today? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, yes, and Sal's here, too. <laughs> you welcomed yourself in before I had a chance to. You, you I thought Jason welcomed me in. Well, kind of welcomed <laughs> You mentioned me in a chance. No, I welcomed so. your keyboard in. That's an yes. entirely different thing. Oh, he welcomed his own keyboard in. <laughs> 
that's why you get them wireless joints so you can fucking slide that shit wherever you need to. I'm pretty sure him having a joint is the reason he's in the problem in the first place. That's a fair point. Uh, don't you know I'm too lazy to fucking roll that shit? It goes right in the bowl. So, and if, and if the jizz did, your keyboard would be fine. That's true. All right. Up in the bathroom, like everyone, every other married guy. Jesus Christ. Although, yeah, <laughs> this has nothing to do with jizz, more to do with marijuana. Um, okay. My local dispensary just told me that I've been uh, accruing points, and even though they had a point system for like a while, <laughs> they had nothing you could spend it on. But now. That's changed, and you can get um, accessories. And oh, today's and edition merch. of how do you know you're smoking too much weed? Fuck <laughs> yes. that, man! I want to get a fucking bond. Oh Jesus Christ, I mean, dude! dude not, there's right? fucking smoke shops everywhere. You can get a bong if you want a bong. It's not. I hard. know. Fuck. I have when fun. I was in fucking college, we used to make bongs out of shit like this. Like I know, I know. Gravity. I like the I like the idea that your your smoke shop was like. Uh, so you've accrued uh, six million. Points. <laughs> We're gonna know, need right? to start using those. You can't use it on weed. You can only use it on, you know, supply like pipes perfectly and legal shirts that pipes. say the yeah. In our state, it is perfectly legal. So. That's right. Is the paraphernalia legal? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Which no, there's sure. literally in in my town. There's literally a gas station that sells pipes and bongs and shit right mm-hmm. at the gas station. Right. I mean, I I have places in Wisconsin here that sells pipes and bongs that are for tobacco use only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is I didn't I didn't know if it was one so, of those sort of like the Hitachi is a back massager. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that kind of thing. Where you're like, yeah, yeah, everybody knows. It's a little little wink-wink, like, hey, yeah. <laughs> right? Sort of like AEW is a wrestling promotion. No. Oh, right, exactly. <laughs> Swinging it all back into topics here. That's right. We have one week left until it is WrestleMania week. No, I don't know wrestling yet. How's, uh, how's, your, <laughs> how's your tournament brackets doing, boys? It is NCAA oh, March Madness season. Everybody got bounced. Every every. Almost everybody's pick for champion got bounced. I still got three of my final four alive. You still got your champ? Um, yep. Now, as we that, say this, Gonzaga's playing, so I don't know how that's going to turn out, but I have Gonzaga, Miami, right and Alabama still yeah, alive. Yeah, Alabama's still there. They're like the and last then, one left that will destroy everyone's remaining bracket if they go. <laughs> And yeah, uh, that's my pick. So that that one was my pick. So yeah, Jackson also picked Alabama. So, but all the shout uh, out to Astro. Astro had a great first round, and then the second round happened. Yeah, Oof. that happens. Yeah. Uh, KT on the side over on Twitch says that maybe Sal can make a bong out of a W Shaker cup because sponsorship. Yeah, it's true. You can take a look at this if you're watching on Twitch. Wait, I'm it's a beautiful off- red. Go ahead. I'm very confused. Off-color W jokes are now acceptable. There was a period of time where they were not. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. It all depends on who's Nobody. telling the joke. All right, hold no, on. No, 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 no. You know what? You know what? Make Sorry, it. hold on. Wait, I will do it to myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Making a bong 
out of a W Shaker cup is not insulting the product. It's just saying that they might have more uses. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I'm cool as long as you don't insult the product that we're trying to sell. I would like to say, yeah. for the record, I never have insulted the product. Not once. Yeah. Ever. Mr. No, you only... you. <laughs> I... I... <laughs> that one was good. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. W.GG. If you want to pick up uh, I mean, you did a W Shaker cup of your own. <laughs> no, it doesn't taste like dick. It tastes delicious. It's good stuff. Uh, I know, but nobody else knew that joke on the podcast, only if they're on the Discord. Which oh, they yeah. should all be on the Discord, because titties. Yeah, titties and uh, talk uh, of... But mostly know. titties. But mostly titties, yeah. Although that was a period of time you were slacking on the titty department, Troy. Yeah, I had to. So, so one of the sites that I legally get uh, pictures from. Yep, <laughs> I know that doesn't show up on, a, on an audio podcast. Um, oh, I know that site. Legallygetpictures.com. <laughs> yeah, started to have a bit of an issue with uh, having far too much spam show up on a thing. You so don't I had say. to find a different one. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Troy, Astro would like you to tell her what dick tastes like. Um, not like Dubby. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so this, this so is, in other words, I think what I think what Astro is saying is Troy, taste that dick. I've never tasted um, another person's dick. I mean, I've I've like licked my hand while in the middle of jerking off, so I could get a little more lube. But that's about <laughs> it. So technically, I've probably tasted my own dick. Um, and it's fine, but it doesn't taste like peach. I can tell you that. <laughs> so no, we should, it doesn't we should ask like Mario that. what peach tastes like. So uh, Astra says, you know, Jason, you could post titties too. I did today, did I not? You did actually. All yes. right, there you go. And if you were in the Discord, you would see that he did. Right. Uh, also, uh, Astra says that they hate basketball. <laughs> So there's that, which I, I understand. So, uh, yeah, the the whole thing with, like, the, the merch madness merch basketball madness. tournament stuff. I know. It's a joke. Um, it's, I don't I don't typically watch college basketball. Uh, not, not anything against it or anything like that. It's just I, there's a lot of sports to watch. Yes? I don't watch uh, really much of any college basketball during the regular season, but March Madness right. is my favorite sporting event of the entire yeah. year. For sure, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's why I was getting the same kind of thing, where it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't watch it until it gets to the tournament time. Right. And even like uh, um, right now, uh, Wisconsin is uh, in the final four of the NIT, um, which is is pretty fucking cool because can't win a fucking national championship, but sure as shit can do pretty good in the. <laughs> In the losers tournament, so <laughs> could be worse. You could be North Carolina preseason number one, didn't even make the tournament. So yeah. that was Yikes. a hilarious fucking drop, right? <laughs> Especially because any of those teams where you're like, yeah, we know that you're clearly paying all your players. Uh, any <laughs> any of that shit like that, it's just like good for you. Go ahead and fucking enjoy that uh, that fall from grace, there, dick bags. 
Speaking of dick bags, I have a bone to pick with you, Troy, about your Milwaukee Bucks. Would you lose a fucking game every now and then? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Now that's now regular basketball I do for sure watch. Uh, get all that fucking shit out of your system now. Win all these games now. And when you get to the Eastern Conference Finals, you can go down and lose four in a row. Oh, most likely. <laughs> that that tends to be that tends to be how Wisconsin teams go is do really good in the in the regular season and then just fucking piss away playoffs. I, I will now, say now, this. now that's mostly I will. only been the Packers. <laughs> uh, Brewers too, buddy. Oh, Brewers too. I will. Oh, that's an interesting <laughs> point. We gotta get we gotta we gotta circle back to that in a minute. But I will say this. I will say I am incredibly frustrated with my own team because for whatever fucking reason. They all sat around the Boston Celtics, all sat around and went, you know, all that shit that worked really good all year that made us like the best team in the NBA and you know nobody could beat us from scoring 130 points a game, all that good shit we were doing. Let's just stop doing that. Yep. Let's just go back to ISO basketball where the ball doesn't move. You know, we just wait for Tatum to take a step st- sidestep three. Nobody rebounds. Uh, we just give up uh, basket drives. Nobody goes to the rim. None of that shit happened. They've decided to do that since the All-Star break, and it didn't work out so well. So mm, Funny. Yeah, kind of weird, funny. weird how that works out that way. Yeah, strange. Yeah. Um, but in any event, Sal brought up your Packers, and this is the first time we've been on the show together since it became official that your your booby, your, your, your special little friend there, Aaron Rodgers, is going to be moving on to the New York Jets. What are your thoughts, Troy? First of all, maybe. <laughs> that, I was gonna say that actually hasn't of, isn't official. Fucking official, hope is it? so because the Jets have gone all in on getting him all the fucking guys he wants. So it's a it's not just that it's the fact that they so the Jets just swung a trade to uh, yeah. pick up a second round pick, which everyone was just like, yeah, we know where that's going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, because we all know the Jets don't like uh, the Packers don't like players from other people's teams. They just want draft picks. Yeah, yeah, which that's is part of the that... problem Aaron Rodgers has had over the past few years. Yeah, the team, even though they've had a couple different GMs, has const has consistently been a we build through the draft, we don't sign free agents team, uh, which can be very f- right, which can be very fucking frustrating. Uh, for a guy like me who sits there and goes, will you fucking sign a free agent for once? Mm-hmm. So they, their big free agent move so far was signing a long snapper. <laughs> that was a, that was the one this year. It was like, oh, you can sign free agents. You just don't sign ones that are actually going to do anything. I knew a girl in college that had that nickname. Long snapper? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did she have particularly long vagina? I have no idea. Okay. Never saw um, it. So here's a, uh, it's worth here's noting that oh, just just because I just noticed this, um, it's being reported Jets and Packers are at a standstill over. Aaron I really Rogers hope he trade. has to go back. That shit is fucking hilarious when somebody's like, "Oh, I don't want to play anymore." This is this is a team I'm going to play for. And then like, you nope, guys will nope, remember this. Not. I know you'll remember this. Remember when A Rod was supposed to be traded to the Red Sox, mm-hmm. and how that almost deal went on for like three months <laughs> uh we're, we're approaching that territory how fucking hilarious would it be if he had to stay with the packers and they were just like yeah but jordan loves our quarterback so you can be his backup it would be funny that would, that's <laughs> true that would, we will would take the funny. cap hit just to send the message yeah 
But again, that's that's sort of the deal. Is um, the guy has said that he doesn't want to be here anymore. Um, the Packers organization is like, we don't want you here anymore. Uh, we're ready to move on. And then, of course, it was, all right, well, even though the Packers are not to have zero leverage in this whole deal, they're tr- they're pretending that they do. So they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're we're going to, we want, like, a first-round pick, and we want this stuff and this stuff. And so it's like, you guys are, are have like, zero fucking <laughs> ability to negotiate, really, because you need Rodgers out. He wants out. You've got a team that wants him, but that team is just like, yeah, we want him, but also, like, we want to make sure we don't hamstring ourselves like we did with the fucking farm trade. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. yeah, it's uh, it's that kind uh, of deal. How are we right back here again 20 years later? Um, so here's the so, thing, yeah. though. So the AFC East is clearly loading up, and DeAndre Hopkins' rumors to New England keep fucking floating around, which I don't really understand because until you get a rid of your trash quarterback. I don't know why you'd want to load up on wide receivers. But in any event, um, also, if you're DeAndre Hopkins, go to the fucking Chiefs. They just lost their best wide receiver. And by the way, collect yourself a ring. Then get uh, Hopkins, the bag after you've got the ring. Hopkins really, really likes Belichick. Everybody does until they play for him. He's played for him. Yeah. Hopkins, Hopkins? Was, a, was a patron for, patron for a year. Yeah. You're looking at me funny. You should know this. You're, you're a fan. He wasn't good when he paid for him. I don't know. I don't remember. <clears throat> anyway, being that I'm not a Patriots fan, I don't remember it. So, <laughs> Here, here's the thing. Um, there's also rumors that the Patriots are trying to trade for a quarterback now. Like who? I don't know, and and everybody wants to comment on this whole Aaron Rodgers situation. It would never fucking happen, but um, I don't know. I don't know if they are in the market for somebody or if they just want um, to give Zappy the job. I'm not sure. Not that he's much better, but he's a little bit better than fucking fuckface over there now. But we'll see. That Am being said, sorry, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Braden Cooks. Sorry. Oh yeah, you're thinking. Well, Braden motherfucker, you talking <laughs> shit about me not knowing? I'm like. I would like to mention I did not say a word about that because I had no idea what Troy was talking about. But I did was like Thank maybe. You. Neither did I. Could have happened. Sure, could have happened. Um, here's my biggest question for you, Jason, Mister Dolphins fan. Do you see Tua playing and starting all 16 games next year? I would never put any money on any quarterback starting all 16 games. Fair. Do I see him starting enough games that they make the playoffs? Yes, absolutely. Well, here's for hoping. So, well, so here's the thing. Uh, the road is littered with guys who had injury problems early in their career and then normalized. Sure. There's something to be said for, and I, I hate to use this analogy given that it's we're talking about brain issues, but pl- people who've played in the league will tell you all the time that your body in wrestling is actually the same way. People will tell you with bumps, it's the same same sort of thing. Your body just sort of like, for lack of a better term, scabs over, like just gets used to the punishment, and it doesn't affect it in the same way anymore. 
I think for back issues and elbow issues and knees, yes. But for for head injuries? No, but you also learn how to fall better the more you do it, too. It's the same thing with wrestling. You yeah, but they how just, to take the bumps better. To be fair, they need to protect him. They need to keep two. Most of Tua's, Tua's head injuries came from his head hitting the turf. If he tucked his true. chin better, like they do in wrestling, he'd probably be okay. And I'm sure they will spend a lot of time working with him on that. Well, here's for hoping. I don't want to see the kid. I always was a fan of the kid. Even when and they won't bring in Kenny Omega to show him how to do it, because that fucker <laughs> just drops on his head normally. But we'll talk about that later. <clears throat> we'll get to um, that. All right, so let's, for the sake of argument, hypothetically, since it sort of applies to all of us in a certain degree, uh, AFC East, where do you think the Patriots finish next year? They're not winning. I promise you that. Second? I would say second. Really? Okay. The Patriots are finishing second in the AFC East. Yeah, because the Jets are still going to be the Jets, and Rodgers is going to... Man, he's going to take them for a ride. Buffalo, (laughs) Buffalo, Miami, Jets, Patriots. Yeah, I have Buffalo, Patriots, Miami, Jets. That's what I have. I have the same as Troy. Dude, I'm sorry. If Tua if Tua gets hit week one, he's he's going to be done for the season. You That's, don't think they're going to draft a quarterback? Then you think that guy's going to take him to the playoffs? I'm sorry. Who took the Patriots to the to the playoffs and multiple? Super yeah, Bowls? that guy was yeah, a backup, right? That was an anomaly. Yeah, you can't. That's not usually that guy what was happens. A rookie backup who was sitting on the bench behind somebody, right? Sure. Well, but that, that was an anomaly, dude. Do you have any idea how many sorry, rookie who quarterbacks just took the Forty Nineers to the NFC Championship game? Was there that their third a... string quarterback? Okay. I, there's, I, there's never mind. Look, Miami's got Miami loaded up their defense. They've got Vic Fangio running their defense, which was their weak point last year. Okay. They still have the best wide receiver duo in the AFC. Love that duo. Love that duo. I'd like to see them pick up a, a, a tight end. That's the one area of concern. Kaseki's gone to the Patriots because the Patriots are like, "Fuck, we love tight ends." Uh, but yet they just got rid of one. Love to have them on the roster. They got rid of one to get Kaseki, which makes no fucking sense. But go ahead. Which one did they get rid of? Oh God. Um... Johnny Smith? No. No, yes. Yes, it was. It was him. That's who I wouldn't mind seeing Miami pick up, because Miami would actually throw to the tight end a little bit. And I think he could still go. They haven't had a good set of tight ends since one guy started wrestling and the other guy (sighs) murdered people. Um, Yeah. And yet they keep trying. I'm talking about Aaron Hernandez. I know who you're talking about, dude. Um, I'm saying they're... Multiple NFL players. Who no, hey, people. Miami's a very talented team. I'm, I'm just not sold on them protecting themselves if something happens to Tua. If they draft a quarterback, fine. I don't even know what pick they have this year's draft. They have no first-round picks. I mean... But you're not going to take a backup quarterback with your first-round pick anyway. There have been 20, 20 rookie quarterbacks who have started in the playoffs. Okay. By the way, it's an, not an anomaly. <laughs> and how many rookie quarterbacks? How many just last year started? How many just last year? Uh, that's Cause, true. Because Lamar Jackson didn't start. Tua didn't yeah. start. Yeah, it was. Chad Henry Purdy. wasn't a rookie. Purdy didn't start. There's three. three out of all out of the out of the 14 playoff teams last year. Three of them had backups playing in the playoffs. At yeah. least, I think, unless I'm missing some, but that's possible. 
I mean, Purdy kind of fell in there. Like, there was literally three I, quarterbacks I, that's before. Here. No, before. We're not, we're not doing this, this Honestly, I will say this. I know I bust your ball, Sal. Your commitment to being consistently wrong is impressive. And the way, you, the way you sink your teeth into it, even though in the face of being proven wrong time and time again, you stick to your guns, and I appreciate that. I love you mm. more, brother. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, again, we're not, we're not doing this, this change of the argument bullshit again this week. Because... <laughs> because you he he literally said oh Brock Purdy was in the Bills and you said he fell into it doesn't matter he's still a rookie quarterback started and if if the, sure. the Dolphins draft a, a quarterback and Tua goes down it'd be in the exact same position that the 49ers were in this year so it doesn't matter how they got there what matters is is that it it, it's, it doesn't mean just because Tua goes down that the that the Dolphins are going to miss the playoffs and also for the sake of argument because and and be, this is. Not necessarily a knock on Sal because I'm a Dolphins fan and he's not, and I follow the team more closely. Last year, they had Teddy Bridgewater as their backup. You know what happened every time Tua got hurt? Teddy Bridgewater would get hurt in the same fucking game. Yeah. So they ended up having, literally happened three times. So they ended up having to go to their third string undrafted rookie quarterback, Sky Thompson. Yeah. So. Who's not a rookie anymore and got some real no, playing time. And so. will get more reps and has a playoff start under his belt now. It wasn't great, but has a playoff start under his belt. So that guy's more than likely going to improve, I would hope. Um, but KT, you know, would I, like a, KT would like to know where we think Lamar is going to end up. Washington. Unfortunately. Probably. And I say unfortunately because that, that franchise, man, has had some rough goings with running quarterbacks. Well, but people yeah. keep falling into the same fucking trap. I know. The one, the one I will give credit for, uh, Russell Westbrook was not Russell Westbrook. Wilson. Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson. Uh, was able to turn it around because he stopped running and became worked on his craft as a pocket passer and became a good pocket passer. Yes. Yeah. But, and J- Jalen Hurts learned from that and went, "Yeah, I'm not going to do that." Yeah. <laughs> and learned how to be a good pocket passer too. I'm curious to see how the Eagles do last year because I really do think they had a incredibly weak schedule last year, which contributed to their record in a lot of ways. But they've lost about we'll half of their players this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they, I saw they brought, that. They, they brought Slay back, which was good, but you lost uh, that CJ something Johnson or like that. It was a big guy. They lost like three guys on their offensive line. Like, Miles they, Sanders they, signed somewhere else. I forget where he signed. Yeah, but I saw that. Yeah, they moved on. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know that they're going to be able to repeat. I think they'll still be a very good team, but also that division is really fucking hard to win. So, well, the Giants and, uh, are going all in. They, they're, yeah. they're trying to to keep Shaquan Barkley there. Um, and obviously the Shaquan. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shaquan. Saquon, you said Saquon. Um, <laughs> and they just paid um, Daniel Jones, right? They just gave him yep. an extension? Yeah, Dallas is still Dallas, even though they lost uh, Ezekiel. I feel like this uh, is a make-or-break year for Dallas. Like, they want to see big things from Dak. Every, every year is a make-or-break year, and they should have gotten rid of Dak's two years ago. Well, I mean, the dude is talented. Well, at least he was at one point. I don't know. Last year he didn't really. By the way, who, uh, who was a big part of them getting to the playoffs this year? Tony Pollard. No, 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 no. Of CD, um, CD Lamb. Who? I'm done guessing who. 
How about their rookie quarterback who filled in all those games where Dak didn't oh, play? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but uh, I think I think the upshot of everything we're saying here is fuck Brock Purdy and his I'm lucky just to be here attitude. <laughs> that's just going to fight you. <laughs> have you ever, uh, but, but really, I mean, have you ever seen anybody like Brock Purdy born on third base and acting like he hit a triple? Jesus Christ. The same time he takes over, they pick up fucking Christian McCaffrey and oh, by the way, all Brock Purdy has to do now is throw five yard outs to McCaffrey, who will turn it into a 25, 35 yard play. <laughs> like, oh, Brock Purdy's great. Now, Brock Purdy can throw a ball five fucking yards like anyone else can. If you don't have somebody that can turn that into something, doesn't matter. Brock Purdy was exposed in the playoffs. And, on the, uh, and on the other side of the field, when he's throwing to his right, he just throws to Kittle. So, right. It's literally not pretty easy. Not to mention they had three different quarterbacks, and all three of them had the same level of success. It's like, maybe Except it's Purdy everything had else. the lowest air yards of every NFC quarterback in the playoffs. Well, yeah. The playoffs, he definitely struggled. That's for sure. And that It's, it's almost like when the league doesn't have a book on a third round... Was he like the last player in the draft or something? He was. Like he that? was Mr. Relevant. Yeah. Yeah. So almost like the league doesn't have a book on that guy, and then once they figure out the book on him, he's going to struggle. Yeah. Funny how that happens. I feel like we had this conversation before about somebody. I forgot what it was. So, but yeah, yeah, same kind of deal. <laughs> Castro says, "I don't care if I'm not tall enough to break Jason's nose. I'll hit him in the nuts to bring him down first. <laughs> Listen, the Dolphins have kicked me in the nuts enough over the years. <laughs> you, know, you ever play those uh, those games where you like uh, uh, punch the punching bag to see how like strong you are? That, that's mm-hmm. what you have to do to Jason's nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I guess we got to talk wrestling now, huh? I guess so. By the way, Sal, how's the car situation? For now, it's fixed. Okay. But I don't... Luckily... Sorry, this was in the host thread, so nobody listening understands this, but you talked about the car situation. I've talked about the car situation before on the show, and, and, you know, I finally got the money to to replace the part that they said was causing the problem. And I paid that on Friday last week. And Saturday afternoon, the car was dead again. And I was I was through the fucking roof. So I brought it back to the dealership on Monday. They looked at it for a good two days before they came back to me and were like, listen, the last, you know, even though you had originally replaced the battery before, the, you know, not having the correct part or the or the new part in the car and all the times it died, it just beat the shit out of that battery. So we're going to replace the battery again, and I promise you, you will not have a problem anymore. And I'm like, all right. And they didn't charge me for it. They just kept my car for three days. And they were like, because we just want to make sure that tomorrow morning it starts. And I'm like, you damn right. You do. You want to make sure. <laughs> and uh, so I got it back on Wednesday, and it's been fine. For the day and a half that I since I've had it back, but if it happens again, I'm probably gonna kick my windshield in. No, that's not gonna help me. But I'm gonna be very frustrated. 
Don't do that. And if you do that, don't call SafeLight because they'll fuck up your thing and then ghost you when they try to when you try to get them to pay for it. But I thought SafeLight repairs, SafeLight replaces. I did I tell you that story? No. What yeah, happened? so I had my wind I had a crack in my windshield, I called SafeLight, they came out and they did it. Uh, the guy comes up, he's doing it in my driveway, he comes comes up after he's like, just so you know there was some minor damage, blah blah blah. He takes me and shows me. And I guess when they tried to take the old windshield out, it was it cracked and they had a hard time getting the piece out and it sort of scratched the um little area between the windshield and the, the door. Um it's really not that big of a deal, but I'm fairly low key about that shit. I know other people would be super worked up about it, but um but anyway, the guy says, Okay, well I've already talked to my manager, he already knows the situation, just call him, they'll take care of it. Says, okay, fine. So I shoot him the email. He he gave me an email address. I shoot the guy an email. And the guy says, oh, yeah, absolutely. We have two policies, two options. You can take it to our place, and it'll be completely covered, or you can take it to your own place. We just need to get two competitive quotes. I don't have time to fucking drive around and get two competitive quotes for you, so just take it to your place. Let me know. So okay. Can you send me a picture of the damage just so I can tell them what they're working on? It's okay, sure. Uh, and then he's like, all right, well, I've got that. I'll, I'll talk to them, and I'll let you know what they have available time-wise. Okay, cool. Week goes by, haven't heard anything. Emailed him. Hey, uh, just curious if you heard anything yet. Another week goes by, nothing. Hey, just checking in to see if this is nothing. Haven't heard from him since. This was like around Christmas. So that's grind. I'm debating if I care enough to fucking go down to their office and just be like, "Hey, motherfuckers!" Like that that gif of like surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Um, yeah, because (laughs) if they're ghosting you on email, when you go down there, they're not going to have any answers for you anyway, so it's just going to be... Well, no, I leave with an answer, like... I'm sure they'll tell you what you want to hear, but it doesn't sound like they're reliable. Oh, just let Safe Life, just just know that about Safe Life before you you hire them for anything. Fair enough. So I know we don't talk about it a lot, um, but this weekend is Impact Sacrifice. And uh, Mickey James was set to take on Jordan Grace for the uh, Knockouts Championship. But in her match with Masha, Masha Slamovich, apparently Mickey James was injured and will not be competing this weekend. So we will find out this weekend what they're going to do with the championship. I'm assuming that they vacate it and then just have somebody go against Jordan for it. But while I like her, not the first time that Masha has been the cause of somebody getting hurt. Yeah, maybe a little, little too stiff ski on some of the shots. I've worked with um, her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Test machine. Yeah. She was nice. I know she's with us. She worked. Uh, she worked. I believe it was an intergender match. So. Yeah, she does a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a bummer. And if that's the way that that title reign ends, that sucks because Mickey was having yeah. a great title run, and it was. I, I felt like this was going to be sort of her kind of putting Jordan over at Sacrifice here, and and maybe having Jordan finally end that reign. The reign mm. hasn't been that long. No, it's it it has been sort of back and forth, but Mickey's done a great job of kind of elevating the other women around her. Um, you know, I talked about it before with uh, Tasha Steeles when they had her um, win the championship for a little bit just to kind of elevate her up the card a little bit. And Jordan obviously has been a mainstay of that division now. So why do you keep looking like that? 
I'm just trying to... I don't think Tasha Steeles won the title for Mickey James, though. Didn't say she did. Oh, okay. I was just talking about... Oh, at least she, I was she, saying Mickey's done a great job of elevating people like Tasha Steeles when she won the championship. That's why I got confused. Okay. She faced her. Uh, might have, but I don't remember. <laughs> Possible. You might be right. I don't remember. But it's Impact, so nobody cares anyway. That's true. Except me. Yeah. I watch it sometimes. I, I catch clips. Recording. Every now and then. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Alright, so let's talk about some shit people do care about. Where would you like to start? Where would you like to start, Salbert? Oh, I think we got to talk about SmackDown. Alright. Uh, well, let's, let's just fucking start with the Yes, uh, Tasha Steele's beat Mickey James for the championship at Sacrifice last year. That's true? Okay. Oh, yep. okay. Um, the opening segment of SmackDown last week. Really? We're going to start with that? We're not going to talk about uh, your buddy CM Punk? No. Because I have, I have, that, oh, I have okay. that up. Really? <laughs> we're going we're, we're gonna to oh. talk about... We're not going to talk about SmackDown, which was, like, monumental. We're going to waste time. We're going to talk about CM Punk. Oh, we're not wasting time because it's hilarious. Nobody cares, um, though. <laughs> like, literally nobody... Uh, ask, Bruno, do you care about CM Punk? Smathers, do you care about CM Punk? Guarantee you they'll say no. Okay, so I, I understand that, that CM Punk bitches a lot, but there is there is something that's sort of underlying in the post that he made today, okay? So um, Meltzer, of course, is uh, his normal Meltzer self, where he turned around and fucking made up some bullshit. <laughs> and uh, his exact Alexa thing Bliss was, is still out. Because the creative has nothing for it. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, holy fuck! Did that did that fucking IWC get worked by that shit? Real quickly, if in case you didn't, didn't know, we talked about it a little bit. Obviously, Alexa's been off TV for a little bit, and Meltzer was like, "She's taking a break." And of course, Alexa's like, "The fuck I am, asshole! I'm not taking a break." But people were like, "Oh, she's lying." And then she made a, made a, something about like, "Oh, I, I, if they need to book me, they know where I am." Which, on the surface, sounds like a like creative has something for us kind of thing. But what it actually was, was she was covering for the fact that she was on The Masked Singer. And, uh, to which Meltzer will say, see, I told you she was taking a break from wrestling. Yeah, she took a break from she's wrestling. Else. Yep. Because yep. he's never That's wrong. how his shit works. That's what he does, <clears throat> yeah. is he waits to see the result and then twists it to fit the narrative that he put out there. You mean he yeah. spins it like a cunning piece of shit? Not surprised. Yes. So, so Meltzer's post was, do you know why they didn't advertise Punk vs. Moxie longer and why it had a short build? Because a Punk agreed to it. Then AEW got a legal letter saying he wasn't down with it and wasn't doing it, and they didn't know if he'd come until Tony put his foot down. There are a lot of nice things I can say about him, and you can absolutely argue his position on Moxie was correct, but you can't argue he willingly did what he was asked in that scenario. Which... Makes again is Dave loves to fucking assassinate CM Punk's character, which isn't good in the first place because CM Punk's a cunt. But it was wrong. So CM Punk's response was. Well, hold, hold on one second. Can I, can I okay. also just before we even get there? Can I just take issue with the question? 
that he sent them a legal letter. Yep. And then, but he willingly did what they wanted. That's yeah. not willingly doing what they wanted when you've already yes. sent a legal letter telling them you won't fucking do it. Exactly. So Punks uh, took issue with it, of course, because he's like, that's not how that happened. That's interesting that you're, again, trying to make me sound like a bitch, which you don't have to. I do a good enough job of that myself. <laughs> so he says, I wasn't cleared to come back to wrestle yet. Then the then plan was to wrestle at the pay-per-view. I sat and listened to Monday's Moxley. to Moxie's, Rock, Moxie's Rocky 3 idea. I explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie. <laughs> And I so thought, he couldn't slide any lower down on my list. <laughs> I'm not a not a Rocky fan. Even I've seen all of them. Um, <laughs> I thought the idea sucked, but if the boss wanted to do it, whatever. He said he wouldn't lose to me. I'd never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. That's bullshit. Wasn't that whole thing about Triple H saying he wouldn't fucking lose to CM Punk? Anyways, uh, I just laughed. I asked Tony if this was what he wanted. He said yes. He's the boss, so I said, okay. Triple H, Brock Lesnar, yeah. The Rock. Yeah. The list of people he's complained refused to put him over goes on and on and on and on. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. He's the boss, so I said, okay, but I need to be cleared first. They kept saying it could just be a squash, so I didn't need to be cleared. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about that real quick, because... Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, it has come to pass the past couple of years that it's difficult to trust anything that comes out of CM Punk's mouth. However, true. However, however, or Meltzer. So who the fuck do you believe? Yes, yeah, that's true. But the right. idea of Tony forcing someone to work when they're not medically cleared is not anything new with Tony Khan. Nope, nope not and at now, all. And again, it's another like. Is he making talent work who's not medically cleared? I think the answer is But he pays for their hotels, Sal. Right. For the one fucking tape in a month or a week that they do. Yeah. How many people has he sent out there with concussions? Well, he's about to send another one next week. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he have Matt Hardy wrestling like not too long after what happened that time? When yep. he fucking cracked his yep. head off the no, concrete? No, he didn't get a concussion that time. Oh, he didn't get a concussion, remember? Yeah, Matt, he was, Matt Hardy he was, and, and Tony Khan both told us he didn't get a concussion. Yeah, he was fine. Cause Cause he just his wife out. said definitely. I was going to say, his wife didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but the, what does she know, I guess? She's not behind the scenes. She's not in the locker room. She knows how to pull out them titties. Yeah, so any, uh, so anyways, it ends with Dave Meltzer's a liar. Jericho's a liar and a stooge. Uh, there are plans, but plans always change. But I'll never put the company above my health ever again. Now that that aspect of it, the is like that does make sense. Now, again, I know everyone's like, well, but, 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 yeah, of course, WWE has had the same issue in the past where they where they were they were having people work, and there is still that tough guy attitude of like, all right, even though you tore both of your fucking kneecaps off off the bone, like still go out there and finish the match. I understand that. I do. The fact that we've already seen that there are people who work AEW matches that are clearly not 100% is troublesome. And again, with him saying, like, I wasn't cleared, but Tony just said, we'll just make it a squash match, which is like, he still has to take a bump, right? <laughs> but that's the so, type of shit that Tony, you can see Tony Khan doing, because you've heard totally. 
You've yeah. definitely heard other people say similar stuff. Like, oh, well, he just told me I wasn't, you know, I didn't have to work a match. I just had to take a beating, so it's fine. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, just lie down for this pinfall. I know you're concussed, but can I just move you over here and fucking pull your neck back? Mm-hmm. and We've literally oh. seen them drag Alex Reynolds away from the fucking middle of the ring while he was concussed. Guys, don't move me. I think I broke my neck. Quick, move him. <laughs> Get him out of here. Um, the other thing is, didn't Moxley lose to Punk at fucking All Out? Like, what is he talking about? Moxley lost this, to Punk. He, he's, he's saying this was all the conversation leading up to that. Yeah, sure. What he's, but... what he's saying is is the the Rocky Three thing is that Punk was going to get squashed by Moxley. Yes, and, that's... and then they were going to tell the story of him turning around and winning. And he mm-hmm. said, "That's fucking stupid. I'll just beat him at the pay per view." No, but they did that anyway. They did a match on Dynamite right. where they were supposed Punk's, to unify right, the titles. Right, right, right. Yeah. dude, you're not following along. Punk's version of the story is that the match at Dynamite was never supposed to happen, and he only did it because it was the only way Moxley was going to lose to him at the pay-per-view. Right. Was sure. to have Moxley and, go over on it. Yeah, and his his story is, is that that was supposed to happen sooner when he wasn't cleared yet. But then they pushed it back once he said, I'm not cleared. Now, rather that was him sending a notice of a doctor saying, this motherfucker ain't cleared? That might have, have happened. <laughs> Maybe he went to the same doctor that cleared Paige. Maybe. There you go. Like he's just a fucking guy in a fucking white white lab coat. No, but That's the thing, is. Uh, but one of the things that he had mentioned, he was like, "Oh, Moxley ideas, Moxley's idea sucked." All right, Mister Fucking Twenty of that, you got a better one? Because it doesn't sound like it. But Moxley's ideas do normally suck. Sure, but if I'm CM Punk, <laughs> no, let me rephrase that. CM Punk, as long as he's been in this business and as much money as Tony was paying him. Um, you got anything better we can do this summer with your fucking belt? I mean, we could strip you of the belt, which is what they should have done. And probably not. He probably didn't have any ideas. Punk seems to be that type of guy who's just like, that idea sucks, but then doesn't offer you anything in return. 100%, I I would believe that. But the the thing that, that I took away from it was, okay... If if we're just hearing about this one situation, how many other situations covered by NDAs do we not hear about of guys being forced to go out there when they're not healthy? Well, you the know? greatest thing is that he will talk eventually. Punk will <laughs> fucking... He, are you kidding me? He's probably salivating at the date that he gets to go on some podcast and rip the shit out of Tony Khan. It's probably not going to be Colts. <laughs> probably not. going to be Jericho's either. Well, Maybe he can go on a Stone Cold <laughs> Sessions or whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, again, just love the fact that anytime somebody calls on Meltzer for his bullshit, uh, obviously. But also, we yet again saw on Dynamite somebody who was, again, with uh, Kenny Omega, who was probably fucking concussed during that match. And, yes. Oh. <laughs> so, Jason is showing us a, a word document where he has typed up page just cleared. I'm totally a real doctor. Probably pretty fucking accurate. Because if you remember, we talked about the, the the quote unquote doctor's note that she shared, where it was literally my patient is able to wrestle with no restrictions, and it was that's not how return to work forms look. <laughs> yep, not at all. I have I deal with them. A lot at my job, and I can tell you that it's not just some doctor fucking typing up on letterhead. Yeah, this person's okay. 
Like, that's not how that no, works. No, no, it's not. And, and I'm actually taking classes on medical billing and, and everything like that, and it's just, there's no way. There's yeah. no fucking way that's a legal, real... There was no way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you can go ahead and talk about Sartre, though. All right. So we open with Cody. And then they've done a, a very... Oh, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> they've done a very interesting job of making Cody... Uh, hold, hold on one second. I know, so I'll just partially because it'll drive Sal nuts if I interrupt him again. But uh-huh. um, secondly, Troy keeps getting annoyed at Cody's opening line as though all the best, all the top guys don't have an opening line to their promos. Acknowledge me. <laughs> they do. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge well, me. Well, let me tell a... you something, me, Gene. Yeah. So, like, this so has been acknowledge... a thing forever. This is not a I'm new not, thing. I'm not saying it's not a new thing. I'm just saying it's a dumb catchphrase. And, like, the, the let me tell you something, brother, is, like, iconic, but it, it, it to me, is you a little bit better. It's dumb, but it's a little bit better than what you guys were talking about. Because, I don't know, it's just... It, I'm not saying that catchphrases can't be annoying. There's plenty of them that are. I mean, fucking the the I'm better than you and you know it, I think, is a dumb fucking catchphrase that he oh, uses all the yeah, time. Yeah, but as far as a you promo know? opener, I mean, look at history, man. We've had Ric Flair for three years being like, mean, woo, Gene. That was his opener in every promo on Nitro from like 96 to 98. Look at my daughter's ass. Woo. <laughs> Again. I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying that I don't understand that that it is a fucking uh, thing to start an interview. What I'm saying is I don't like it. It's annoying to me. Sure. That's all I'm saying is that I think it's dumb. I mean, the, the, some of the rocks catchphrases phrases were dumb too. Finally, insert city here. Uh. Yeah, that one always annoyed me too because it went on for fucking way too long. I would like I I love the fucking Enzo and Big Cass opening. I love the fucking New Age Outlaws opening. I love that stuff. I just don't like this one from Cody. Ooh, Big E's was about? good. Big E's was good. Well, Big E did it yeah. off of the PA, but still, it was good. It doesn't matter. It still wasn't wasn't opening to to the thing, and it was good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Even so it was it was a uh, clap for your fucking local state. <laughs> yeah. I don't. <laughs> that stuff. That stuff always baffles me. It's just like. Why do fans fucking love to hear their the city they're from? Most of those fans in the building aren't even from that city. They drove to go watch the fucking Dude, thing. The, like, the biggest heel in the business going against the biggest babyface at WrestleMania, and and the fucking fans absolutely recited word for word when Roman asked them to acknowledge him, and both nights. Of course, right. So you're uh, you're part of Wisconsin. Are you close to Canada? Um, relatively, yes. So you'll be attending Forbidden Door for a live. <laughs> I don't think I'm that close to where it is. I mean, close enough, closer than any of us. Where live is correspondent? Where, is he though? Where is the Scotia Bank Arena? Yeah, we uh, pro- wait. Where is that? That's in so Toronto. Then, then, then we're closer to it than he is. Yeah. Yeah, it's in Toronto. Um, so that's Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Yep. So it'd be eleven hours for me to drive to Toronto. And it sounds be, perfectly reasonable for the show. It would be eight for us. 
Just saying. It'd be eighth grade. Yeah, you're you're closer. It'd actually so be Sal, nine. So Sal's going to Forbidden Door. Well, no, it actually yep. would be nine for me and seven for you, because you're you're closer to Toronto than I am. Actually, that's fact. Yeah, I have sports that day. You don't even know what day it is. Doesn't matter. He's got sports. <laughs> I have sports pretty much every day. So yeah. anyway. What do you think about them using... If it's a weekend during baseball season, guess what? Uh, What do you think about them using Cody as uh, the guy that's been playing mediator between KO and and Sammy? I thought it was tough. It's it's brilliant because, again, we've talked about this in the past. It keeps the fans from turning on Cody. Cody. Exactly, exactly. And then he added the personal touch of, of, you know, KO's the one that gave him the contacts when he was on his way out and KO hooked him up with a couple of his friends and like and hookers yeah. and hookers. Um, no, it was done perfectly. And I loved the detail of, of Sammy continuing to say, you don't even have to be my friend. Just help me beat up the bloodline. And yeah. that personally insulted Kevin. He's like, well, you didn't want to be fucking friends. So why am I here? Like, uh, it was good. And then Sammy follows him to outside as he's getting into his car, and you know, I don't care how you feel about me, but I love you. Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> now, yeah. now, you know, we can tie in the end of SmackDown to this, but before we get there, I know you had mentioned this big master plan by Jey Uso, but I don't know if that necessarily fits his character, because he's been more of an emotional, reactionary type of guy. So... Do you think that the way they're portraying Jay now? Okay, let me is ask you a question because we're going we're to skip ahead to Raw a little bit. But you did notice the fact that Jimmy said no to the match. You guys haven't earned it, and Jay's like, "Oh, no, 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 we're going to take that match." Uh, oh yes, uh, yeah. We'll 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 talk about Raw. Tell me that doesn't fall in line perfectly with my theory. Well, Jimmy's a hot. I mean, Jay's a hothead. That's that's been the story. No, your th- your theory's not bad, and I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying I don't think that's where they're going. See, yeah, we'll see. Um, so speaking of it, let's tie it in. That moment at the end of SmackDown. I don't know why you do it in Kansas City, but that moment at the end of SmackDown was fucking amazing. Literally, uh, just for the record, literally the day after Sal went, they gotta fucking make this thing happen, and Troy and I were like. Dude, it's going to happen. Relax. Well, yeah. one thing happened on SmackDown, and one thing still continues not to happen, but we'll talk about Dominic Ray in a little bit. <laughs> but, um, that's that's probably going to be Hall of Fame speech. That's what I said. Is he, is, no, is he when said he's he going to talk to his mom, so I think that's probably... They said the whole, well, they said the whole family's going to be at SmackDown. Yeah, so you know. But isn't yeah. SmackDown and the Hall of Fame the same night? It's a week later, though. SmackDown yeah. this week isn't. This isn't the go home week. Oh, that's right, right. That's right. That's right. It's a. First of all, I, I guess I guess we're jumping into that right away. But Dom fucking fucking up his lines yet again. Like, I I like the guy, but he's like, if you got the balls to find your balls, <laughs> it's like what, dude? But essentially, he's yeah, he's he's gonna. You know, look that shit ain't uh, easy, man. <laughs> on live TV, especially for someone who's, who's still new to that scene, he's not. He's gonna make mistakes. It's growing pains. I'm fine with it. 
Um, you're going to find your balls, and I'm going to find your balls, and then you're going to eat my balls, and then I'm going to go to, to mommy. Not my mommy, Ria, but, but mommy, the, the, my, our old actual mother, and then I'm going to put my balls in her mouth. Oh, it's so weird that you had that canned response just ready to go. What fucking website did you find that on? It's anyway, weird, isn't it? <laughs> very strange. All right. Uh, we, I don't think we were done with the Usos. Were no, you, Sal? No, no, we weren't. Okay. We, were. <laughs> we jumped ahead because we talked about okay. two stories that, you know, one's coming together and the other one's falling apart. Um, no, not falling apart. Just being delayed. By the way, just, just because uh, of years of you interrupting me, I'm going to interrupt you again. Uh, so... Uh, I don't know if you've seen Kevin's response to him turning on his blinker when he was driving away. I did. But somebody made, somebody made the comment of like, what the fuck are you doing? You're like putting your seatbelt on and turning the blinker on. He's like, I lead by example. That's <laughs> great. Nice. Oh, man. Anyways, yeah, go ahead with the, with the assist. All right. So we have a, a situation at the end of SmackDown where Jimmy and... I mean, I just want to interrupt you for a second, Sal. But <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. We're not going to do this this week. For fuck's sake! Oh, man. I won't interrupt you guys. You guys don't interrupt me. It's That's a bad fucking lie. But go ahead. Yeah. No, you go ahead. You know what no, I want to talk about. about. Go, go ahead. ahead. Talk about the the ending segment of SmackDown. I didn't have anything to say about it. Go ahead. You were just fucking me. Go ahead. Bullshit. You don't have anything to say about the ending segment of SmackDown. Go ahead, tell the fucking story, Sal. Nope. Good. Go ahead, you tell. Go ahead, now I gave you your opener. Go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Sal, I will mute my microphone, so I will not interrupt you. Hold Sammy on, Sammy comes out to the ring. And he goes at Jay. All right. And everything Jay said to him, to me, was amazing. That was one of the best Jay Uso promos I think he's ever fucking got. When he's like, you come at my family, I'm going to handle you. And then he just completely was like, what was I supposed to do? You betrayed me. Soon as I let my guard down, I called you my brother. Do you know what that means to me? To, for me to call you that. I thought Jay was amazing in the segment, but Sammy gave it right back to him. Okay, Jason, you can unmute your mic now. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying Teddy's. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, you said it's the best, Jay. It's the best. Like, do you do you not remember his promos when he was feuding with Roman? Forgot about that part, huh? No, I, I vaguely remember it. I just don't remember him, like... It was fantastic. Doing he that. was fantastic uh, this week. It was fantastic. He's, he's, he's fucking really good when he's sober. Um, but the, That's the his thing brother is, more than him. That's both, yeah, both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Uh, I, listen, it, it was great. It was really good. It, it was really well put together. Um, Sammy's been great. Sam, the way Sammy continues to try to turn the Usos against Roman, even though they continue to refuse it, the fact that Sammy continues to try is great. I love that part of it. It's a nice little touch. So, and what happened after that, Sal? Sammy 
lays it into Jay, and he's like, I, you're just mad because we jumped Roman first. You're just mad that we did what you didn't have the balls to do. And that, that set Jay off. Jay, Jay fucking lunges at him. Jimmy comes out. They throw Sammy into the stairs. And they throw Sammy back into the ring. And Jay's grabbing the stairs. And Jimmy goes in the ring. And all of a sudden, Kevin Owens' music hits. And they do a, they do the smart thing. They keep the, the fucking camera tight on, on the Usos. And Owens is behind them. And he beats the shit out of him. And the crowd's fucking loving it. And then the fucking moment of the fucking year. Well, the crowd starts chanting, hug it out. Yes. Which they is do. awesome. Kevin, after fucking absolutely annihilating the Usos, turns around, starts marching towards Sammy. And Sammy, for his part, this is amazing. He hesitates like Owens is going to hit him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right before the hug, he's like, because he just yeah. got the shit kicked out of him and got thrown into the stairs. He can't take much more. But instead, Kevin hugs him and Sammy hugs him back, and the place goes fucking ballistic. I felt like I was watching Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that. Now, Troy, I know you had mentioned you didn't want to see this leading up to WrestleMania. You would have rather seen it at WrestleMania. Do you still feel that uh, way? Yeah. It's okay. a good moment. It was a good other. moment. I thought it was a great moment. Yeah. Like I said, I, I um, uh, it's not that I didn't didn't like it because it didn't happen at WrestleMania. I just thought it might have been a little bit more fun. But that's cool. You know, do that because then you can set up the match. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely already on the on the list for moment of the year, in their segment of the year. God knows these these two have had a lot of. Oh no, no, so. dude, dude. And this, a lot of segments of the year already. So we'll see how it plays sure. out. But sure. um, it's, it's going to be difficult because I mean, feud of the year for sure. And then yeah, the the numerous different fucking segments that have happened that have been amazing, the different promos that have happened that have been amazing, like this is exactly what you want out of your wrestling show, is is not this if you want, sort of Not if you want a bunch of nonsensical flips and no selling of moves. Yeah, but yeah. again, want that? it's not it's not, it's <laughs> not that AEW Roughly 900,000 a week. Yeah, it's not that AEW doesn't have storylines. They don't have good storylines. Right. More Just on that. Right? No, this, this makes me feel like I did when I was watching when I was a kid, where where people got invested, where things mattered. Like, it's been a while since people have been this invested in a WWE storyline. Probably Daniel Bryan or Kofi. See, but, see and I, I look at something like that, uh, I look at this, and I go... Kevin and Sammy need to win those tag belts. Oh, yeah. The, the, the timing is right for it. The crowd is primed for it. Everything like that. And I, I look at it in the same way where it's like, remember AEW had uh, Jungle Boy and Dinosaur Bitch, and they were going for the tag titles, and the crowd was fucking hot for us of that, and then they lost. Yeah. Or the acclaimed. Or the and acclaimed. They, I was just going to say that. Yeah. And, um, uh, and you look at something like that and you go, yep, that was the wrong fucking call. Because 
the if if Sammy and Kevin don't win these tag belts at, at Mania, that crowd's going to be fucking defeated. They're going to be deflated, and you're going to going if if it's not the main events, anything after that is going to be fucking resoundly just eh, that sucked. So I don't want to watch the rest of the shit. And Sal, you say that this crowd hasn't been this alive for a storyline in forever. I clearly think you're forgetting the storyline about the Miz having tiny testicles. Yes. I must crowd be. was really into that shit. Yep. They were. I must be forgetting that. Um, or the Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was, that was some fucking great shit. Uh, Miz and Morrison versus Zombies. Dude, I I can't believe that you would forget about the "This Is Your Life" segment, which as one well. they tried to redo about seventeen times and none of it's ever worked. <laughs> or you know what, Lashley's sisters. Oh, the crowd. That's a good the one. The crowd was so behind that too. That that mm-hmm. was a good one. Oof, just oof. I can't. I still can't mm-hmm. believe that happened. Um, but let's not forget Lana and Lashley having <laughs> sex in hotel room. I thought you were going to say so Lana and Liv being in love with each other during Rusev. That too? Yeah, remember that? For, during the last Lana though. wedding? Here's the thing, though. The crowd was actually okay with that because they're like, that's fucking hot. Yeah, that's for real. <laughs> it made no fucking yeah. sense. It's, BBC. Yeah. BBC. Yeah. Um, it's a, it, is a, it is amazing that the they same They really company, loved the British Broadcasting Channel. Yeah. I guess so. It's amazing that the company can sit there and make a storyline in this like this and then also... Just not know how to book Lacey Evans. <laughs> no, they're booking her perfectly right now. Hey, they're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought she was doing the Cobra Clutch and like it's, you because know, everything they everything the they try with that on her husband's cock, but that's about <laughs> yeah. Every, everything they try with that bitch is just like nobody likes her. She's the she's the female fucking uh, I forget what his name is uh, Jackson Ryder. Oh, Riker. what was it? Riker, Riker, Jackson yeah. Riker. There, that's a good one. Yeah, she's a, she's the female version of that. We're just like, yep, she's a she's a former uh, armed services member, and she's a bigot, and nobody fucking likes her. Get her off the fucking TV. That's right, it. Like, that's where stop we're making her heal. Yeah. Every time, every time they they try to do something with her as a face, people are like, okay, I can get behind this. And then they're just like, no, nah, fuck it, we're just gonna make her heal. Same thing with Baron Corbin when he was doing like the face stuff where he was bum Corbin. People were like, this is actually entertaining. And then they're like, nope, now he won the lottery. And we're like, I guess we're back to hating him again. Bum so that fucking like, Corbin. Yeah, people were liking that shit, and then they just fucking pulled the rug out from under it. I wonder if Kevin Owens ever got his five bucks back. Maybe. Good question. I really, I really hope that we eventually get the uh, Bobby Lashley storyline that he was talking about doing, where he was going to lose and then get really fat. <laughs> By the way, when you were talking again, when you're talking about storylines and how people, you're again clearly forgetting the Vince McMahon Golden Egg story. Yes. Oh, you stole it. <laughs> I did forget that for good reason. <laughs> anyway, um, all right, we. we any anything else on SmackDown that we should uh, mention? Obviously, we touched on. <laughs> that sounds weird. Obviously, we we briefly spoke about Dominic and Ray's little encounter. Now, I thought it was interesting because Ray got the crowd to fucking pop crazy. He he was like, 
well, if a punk ass little bitch like like you fucking challenge me when I'm about to go into the Hall of Fame, like I would whip his ass and the crowd went nuts. And he was like, yeah, but I'm not going to do that because, no, never, ever, 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 ever. And I'm just like, ugh. It's going to make it so that the re- when he finally does do it, um, the only thing that's not going to make him a hypocrite is going to be like Dominic's going to have to force him to do it, which I'm assuming means snatch up his mother or something like that. No, he's going to slap Aaliyah. That's, that, see, I've, I've heard that too. And, yeah. and I don't, she's, don't... she's going to be there. The mom's going to be there. Yeah, he need, he's going to have to like physically assault his sister or his mother in order for Ray to finally be like, I'll face you at WrestleMania. But that's the only way that they can fucking do it. Would WWE really have a guy like Dominic slap a woman on TV? You just have Rhea do it. Perhaps. If you yeah, if you're gonna be that way, you just go, "Mommy, slap my mommy." (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, yeah, I could definitely see Rhea doing it. I've also heard people talking about um, Dominic beating up Conan because Conan's gonna be inducting him. Um, I don't think. Hey, dog. K Dog, I don't think that would get as much heat as it would if it was something involving his mother and his sister. I think that's that's how you twist Ray's arm. That's the only thing that he can do is stand up for his wife and his daughter. Look, Ray doesn't even or, like or, or, so. or 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 <laughs> we find out that Dominic is sleeping with Aaliyah. Oh, there you go. What the and fuck? A, and then it's okay. We're only my stepbro, you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All that for that. <sighs> anyway, I mean, it works in porn. It, it does. Yeah. Aaliyah goes, uh, "Help me, step bro. I'm stuck on the ring ropes." And then in comes Dominic. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and he walks up to her, and, and he's just like, "Hey." Uh, so. <laughs> Again, it's okay. His his dad is Eddie Guerrero, so it's fine. That's true. They have they have different dads. That's true. Um, all right. As far as anything else on SmackDown, uh, McIntyre, Sheamus, lazy fucking booking again. I'm so yeah. sick of this bullshit of number one contenders matches. Oh, the champion gets involved, and now it's a fucking triple threat. It's just dumb. It's lazy. It's the same fucking repetitive bullshit over and over again. If AEW did this, I'd shit all over him, so don't come at me. Say, no, I'm holding him to the same fucking standard. This was idiotic, stupid, predictable, and obvious, and I fucking hated it. Um, that said, I'm looking forward to the match. Uh, I was say, the match should be a banger. Yeah, I mean... But yeah, the booking was so fucking basic Drew McIntyre versus... Gunther Sheamus. Gunther Sheamus. Gunther Sheamus. What do we think LA Knight ends up with at WrestleMania? I thought he was going to find his way into this, um, well, into like some type of multi-man match, but now they're doing the Fatal 4-Way Showcase tag team match. Stupid. Uh, yeah, fuck that idea. Like, the... But that seems to be how they're getting more people on the card. It, no, I know what that. they're doing, but... Um, so I don't know if LA Knight makes it to Mania. If it does, if he does, I would assume there's something to do with Woods, because that's who his program has been with. Well, Kofi first, but then Kofi got hurt. Yeah, yeah that's possible. Know. It's also possible that uh, if if Bray is dead, then they they just 
throw Lashley at him. Maybe. In order to get you could, yeah. in the card. could you do an impromptu uh, match with Lashley and in, in, in LA? Speaking, sure. Speaking yeah. of which, we're we're a week out now, basically from Mania, and still no nothing new with Bray Wyatt. Are we now assuming that the reports are accurate and that he is something is going on? I don't know, I, I but don't. I don't anticipate him at Mania at this point. And I think which we're, I, we're to pull him off that. the Mania card, something else, something had to have happened. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't believe he walked out. I do believe it's possible that he may might be sick. And it might be something serious. So, but I, mean, I, I don't believe he walked out. It was something serious so, with, with Brody. Like then we, none of us knew anything about what was going on with his health, but it was fucking serious. And who knows? So, it might be something like that with Bray. Um. So he didn't walk out. There is something going on. There's there's clearly something going on. Yes. Um, it is not health related. Okay. From what I've been led to believe. Okay. Um. Could it be family related? Like something? No. Going, no. Okay. There are. Um, there are, are are very strong creative differences. There are things that one person wants to do that the other entity doesn't think is the best way to do things, and it has caused some problems. And there are there there's a pretty large divide between the two parties at this moment. Wow! If you remember, of course, when he got released, we started hearing everybody say he's really fucking hard to work with. Right. That he has an uh, idea on what he wants to do with things and doesn't take criticism well. Or so, alternative ideas. Yeah. Um, also, there's an increasing amount of talent in the back who are leery of working with him because it doesn't end well for them. Sure seems that way. I mean, LA Knight is kind of lost right now. And I was the first one he worked with coming back. So. I think LA is one of the few that hasn't had his, uh, had probably had his profile enhanced by, at least on the main roster, by the, the Bray Wyatt feud. Yeah. Um, because more people saw LA Knight than I think had ever seen him before. Right. Yeah. I think, I think Alexa has definitely been hurt by the association. 100%. Yeah. True. And then they put her right back in it. And that yeah. fucking sucked. And then they didn't know what to do with her to get her right. out of it. So. I'll agree with yeah. you on that. I mean, well, then she was taking a break. So <laughs> it's it's weird to me, you know, going into to mania that each side would would do this because you would think, like we've always thought, they want that entrance in mania. You would think that payday would just be worth it. Just like if you have creative differences and you want to deal with that after mania, that seems like the more logical thing. I just say never say never, but at the same time, if this whole situation blows up again, as it has in the past, I would have a hard time ever imagining those two parties working together again. I we have, we have two we have two SmackDowns to go before WrestleMania, and we haven't seen him in two weeks now? No, it's three been or three a while. weeks. 
Because remember, we saw and, and, Howdy well, do that program again, with Lashley. We haven't seen him live. We saw right, the Muscle right. Man dance pre-tape. We right. haven't but seen him it. live since the SmackDown before the Chamber. Right, but now, but now we've 100% just stopped talking about it all together. Right, right. now we don't no, even no, have no, him so. or Lashley. Lashley nothing. Yeah. nothing. Yeah. So it doesn't look good. And I... And and I can see somebody like Lashley being like, I don't want to do this spoopy shit. One hundred percent. Well, we said when when he first talked about I want Lashley or Lesnar, we were like, no, of all people, no, God, Jesus, why the two <laughs> legitimate people on the roster? Yeah, yeah. And Lashley is is somebody who has fucking scratched and clawed clawed his way back to the main event. So yeah, I I could see that being like, I don't want to fucking derail all the momentum I've I've built up. By doing this fucking weird spooky shit, and then turning around and losing to Bray at WrestleMania, so which I assume was off, where we were heading. Right. Assuming Bray's off the table, the only thing I can think of for right now for Lashley is to is to get himself involved uh, and cost Lesnar the match against Omos, and maybe reunite the hard business. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the most logical thing, and it would yeah, be fine. I think- I think we're gearing up for the Hurt Business to have Omos join them and, like, reform together. I, I kind of yeah, like so. that idea. And Carmelo Hayes? In the no. no, just because they're black doesn't mean they got to be involved. <laughs> I saw a poster <laughs> online, Troy. I know. It's it's so ridiculous. It was like a... And Bianca Belair. Oh, God. Yeah. They they do that shit all the time where any any team that's a black people like the Hurt the Hurt Business is just a new nation. It's like, no, it's fucking not. Just because it's black guys together doesn't mean that they have association. It's not the new, a... new day. Why would we not make that association? Right. <laughs> yeah. That kind of shit That kind of shit annoys me. It's like the same thing with like, oh, we got to make sure that we put all the fucking uh, Asian women together in a faction. Like, no, you don't. No, you no, don't have you to don't. do that shit at all. <laughs> Speaking of which, shout out to uh, Io Sky and Akira Tozawa for checking out the World Baseball Classic. That was fun. For real? Yeah, they got they got they got bragging sure. rights. <laughs> uh, I mean, you watching the watching the World Baseball Classic, you're just like, wow, man, that Shohei Otani is really good. Wow, that Mike Trout is really good. Put them two together on the same team, though, fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a tough I, outing for Sal's Mexican team, though. That's true. Well, no, nothing was better than the fucking Cuban. Bill Pimp and uh, uh, catcher turning around and being like, "Hey, isn't uh, isn't he supposed to be on the plane here? Where'd he go? Yeah, how about the Puerto Rican <laughs> team injuring the fucking Mets closer? Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. With a celebration, not even yeah. like in the game. No, blew out his knee on a celebration. Edwin Diaz, yeah. Yep. All right, anyway, it's enough, a, enough baseball. It's just, it's just a good thing that we that we have our draft next week because Ray's Hoskin is probably out for the year now too. So. Yep. Oh, really? I didn't even see that. <laughs> yeah, he blew, he blew his fucking knee too. It's just like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the last year they do the World Baseball Classic. Anyway, although the ratings were ridiculous through the roof. Yeah, well, that was that was the thing. It was because it was Japan and and the U.S. in the finals. Like, yeah, everybody's watching that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Sal. Rolling right from SmackDown right into Raw, and starting Raw the way we ended SmackDown, we had another segment. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens come out. They basically say the only way this this can happen is to call out the Usos and issue the challenge for WrestleMania. They stare at the sign as they are obliged to do. At least they stared and didn't point. 
Yeah, fair. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Jimmy and Jay come out. Jimmy says, no, you guys haven't earned a match. Fuck that. Yeah. And Jay's just like, yep, yeah, nope, we'll definitely do that. Because <laughs> yep. uh, Jay's a hothead. That's that's what he's been doing. Um, no, isn't the better story for Jay to emotionally turn on Roman no. than to be like, I've been this cerebral assassin? Nah, I'm not buying that, man. I'll have no, to see that. The better story is Jay's been playing him all the way since they were fighting each other. See, now that we're on Raw, I like the way Cody told the story better. You lose the title, and then Jay leaves, and when Jay leaves, Jimmy leaves. And then when Jimmy leaves, Solo leaves. I like that story. And then Solo didn't leave. Uh, but Solo was the only one that didn't leave. Solo got forced to leave by the tribal chief at the end. Yeah, I like that. What, what is he doing? <laughs> it's going off the rails. Roman's losing control of his bloodline. I also like That's that story for sure. I also like that Cody called out Heyman and was like, "He'll just be an advocate again." And he's like, oh, "I swear, my tribal chief. That's not what I'm going to do. I swear, I won't do that." Um, biggest upset in WWE history, uh, Mustafa Ali lost to Omas. Yeah. I know I had, I lost my, I bet my house on Mustafa Ali and, uh, yeah, it's going to be a rough, rough summer. Um, but in any event, just fire that fucking loser already. No, then they'd they'd have to free him. They're holding him hostage. Yep. Although this time. If uh, you notice that we're not getting a lot of that anymore, because he probably realizes, like, if I go to AEW, I'm going to be on fucking dark in a week, <laughs> if that. Johnny Gargano continues his run to uh, stand and deliver with a loss to Dominic Mysterio. Cause, yeah. You know, that needed to happen. Are you uh, okay? I know that you were championing for Gargano to get a match with with Priest. At WrestleMania, um, seems like they're they're putting his focus in. To... Spoiler alert: I'm about to lose my second Final Four team. Go ahead. <laughs> um, it seems like they're not going to do that. It seems like they're going to keep Johnny's focus in NXT. Are you mad about this? No. Okay. Are you mad no, that he's I taking mean... losses on Raw while going into this match with? Don't love that. No. Yeah, but... I don't either. I mean. It is what it Since is. Since he's been called up, he's lost to the Miz. He's now lost to, you know, Dominic. It's just like it's one thing who you're losing to matters more so than if you're losing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, speaking of losing a bunch of matches that you shouldn't, uh, Bailey lost to Rhea Ripley. Bailey, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I was surprised they did this on TV with yeah. no build. Yep. Like, and... I get what's. Oh, oh man, dude, Raw was rough this week. Um, there was a lot of things I felt that didn't make sense, and and the St. Louis crowd wasn't really there for it. I don't know. They were they were pretty quiet. Stop having Bailey lose every match. Ever since she's come back, seriously. This is somebody every, who was who was SmackDown Women's Champion for over a year. And ever since she's come back, she just loses. EO and Dakota have won more than Bailey has. Yep. Weird. Bailey started I, by I what? Losing 
every match to Bianca for like four months straight. Yep. And then she lost a bunch to Becky. Yep. And and now she lost to Rhea which, in a match that we didn't need to have. Right. In fact, wouldn't the more natural thing to be to send EO against her? Because at least those two have history from NXT. Yep. I don't that get it. That would make sense. I don't get it either. And it also looks like we're not going to be defending the women's tag titles at Mania. No, nope, just not. Just, <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. Maybe Ronda's um, not working Mania this year. I don't fucking know what's going on with that. They've dropped that yeah. off, too, off the TV. Um, so my other question is, how did you feel about Roman's promo against Cody? That was really good because first it looked like Roman had the upper hand because he roasted him about running away all the time. And you had a promotion that you created your own promotion. You couldn't get over on that. I thought that was a great line. Uh-huh. How we, how how uh, how sad must it have been for the stands when that line came out and the crowd was just like, what's he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, but then by the end of it, I really like the direction Cody took it in. Like, if someone mentions my father one more time, I'm going to vomit. I was like, oh, shit. And then, like I said, he laid out the plan for Roman. This is what's going to happen. You're going to lose your titles, and then you're going to lose your bloodline. And you're going to be a chief without a tribe. A Roman without a reign. A Roman yeah. with no more reigns. Yeah, a big a without a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what'd you hey, think? Troy. Okay, go huh? Troy. What up? Solo Sokoa. Uh-huh. Rate that dick! I don't know why you keep giving me people whose dicks I've not seen. And I feel like I've done Solo before. Yeah, he's that got was that the whole he's point that... of that when I wasn't here that week. I think he's got that BD. Okay. So, seven. Right. Solid seven, that's a good show. What do you think of Cody pulling Solo into that? I mean, was it just so they could set up the match this week on Raw? Or did no, you... it's it's Cody continuing to do his part to plant seeds of dissension within the bloodline. It's the same reason he's involved in the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens thing. It's not to be a good guy. It's he's turning all of Roman's people against him. He's either he's either actively turn, trying to turn them against him or he's trying to plant seeds in Roman's mind that everyone's against him. And either way, Cody wins. See, that's to the me, thing is the thing. Cody wins. <laughs> that's the better story is Cody is manipulating everybody, not manipulating, convincing everybody. It's or not taking Jay. advantage of a pre-existing situation. Well, sure. Yeah. And it's working. You're, you're, you keep going back to this idea as though I think Jay has been playing Roman all along. I That's what don't. you just said. <laughs> That's no, you said I, earlier. No, no. I, I don't. I do think that Jay has har- continued to harbor issues with Roman since they feuded with each other. That's fair. I think the issues have been exacerbated and Sammy pointing them out to him has made it more. I think Sammy and Jay have concocted a plan to help bring down the bloodline. I think Cody sowing the seeds is independent of that. Okay. Or Cody's in on it with Jay and Sammy, which would explain Cody's involvement with the Kevin Owens and Sammy's in thing. That 
would be the better bridge for me. Because Cody's the one introduced, not necessarily Cody, Sammy is the one introducing the chaos. But Cody's like cultivating it. (laughs) Right. So to me, the the most interesting part of the promo to end Raw was the fact that Roman was, for the first time really, we've seen Roman rattled. It's true. Cody got to him and he just dropped the mic and walked away when he talked about everybody leaving him. He didn't know how to react. He wasn't cocky. He had no response. It was just, I don't know what to say. I'm walking away. He literally was speechless. Like, he was yeah. started to almost have a response, and then he just left. Mm-hmm. That, so was I think that was interesting. Perfect. Yeah, very well done by both. Everybody involved in that segment did a great job. Now, I know a few months ago you were very aggravated that they had built this show at Clash of Champions, and yet Drew McIntyre lost. But, Clash the Castle. But. Yes, Clash the Castle. But in retrospect, do you still think that was the right move, or do you? I mean, do you still think that was the wrong move, or do you understand where we're going now? Is this the better story? Uh, if you recall, my issue at Clash the Castle was that they could have split the titles. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Found a way to give Drew one, and then Drew and Gunther could be going at it for SmackDown for Heavyweight yeah, Championship. That's true. And you'd have two matches for the biggest prizes in in the business. Now, that I agree with. That's fair. Um, Although I do keep hearing things that Cody wins, and then they do something where it's only one belt, but then eventually SmackDown gets another world title. It's been a fucking year, dude. Stop stop believing it. It's been a fucking year of them talking about they're going to split the titles well, the story that came this, this, out this, today this. was that this was all Vince's thing and he sort of left them the mess that they've had to try to creatively find a way to book out of it right now this that's going to be I think there have been a million and one ways they could have booked themselves out of this and well, they did not to we literally the easiest had thing is triple threat right but we also had the Raw tag team titles defended one night and the Smackdown tag team titles defended the next fucking night and the Usos retained both times so you had an opportunity there, too, to get that off of there. It's just going to be something stupid, like Cody's going to come and be like, so what are you guys going to talk about? You know what? I'm not a greedy man. Go ahead and uh, take this fucking belt. I, I <laughs> don't think... throw the I, universal I, title down. I don't think they do. They end it like that. That's very anticlimactic for the, how long this has been going on. This is your first time watching WWE? But, <laughs> but, Sal. Yes. What if... That is what they want to talk about. <laughs> yes. What if? <laughs> Spoke too soon. Gonzaga's making a run. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. So that covers Raw. Uh, oh, I closed my NXT tab. Chad, uh, Gable, so I, Chad Gable and Otis got into the fatal two-way match. Otis. Um, but yet they don't seem to be on the same page. First of Imagine all, that. Uh, People not on the that, same page leading into WrestleMania as an original concept. No. First of all, those matches, while they I'm sure will be fine, are meaningless. Well, it's not sorry. even it's not even like, hey, you'll get a title shot if you win this match. It's just like, hey, it's a showcase of your talents, which we don't see every week. Yeah. Let's talk about something that matters. Tiffany Stratton. Oh, yeah. Matter. She's amazing. She's quickly becoming my favorite female no. wrestler in NXT. 
for reasons in the ring or she's, for reasons outside the ring, she's Sal. She's being portrayed as a superstar, man. Absolutely. I said that from the day she came back with this new gimmick. Go back. I said it at that point. This woman's a fucking star. Um, and her promos have been great. Her promo work has been fantastic on point. The Tiffany Epiphany thing is fantastic. I love that. Boner. As a little catchphrase. Um, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do we think that uh, we'll do predictions next week, but do we think she is the next women's NXT champion? I think so. I think that's where the money is, other yeah, than her chest. And then the the Roxanne comes back at some point to chase the title. Yeah, again, because yeah. that's a title I never lost. Which yeah, that might exactly. be the only reason they did this whole uh, ambulance. No, angle. no, no. Meltzer told us that the reason <laughs> they did a break. it is because she's yeah. taking a break. <laughs> because I mean, but, this is to this is to cover for a real issue that may or may not be happening. But Roxanne Press is going to be on the masked singer, and everybody's going to go, "Who?" Yep. <clears throat> But remember, plans change. Yes. Yes, very much. They always do. Um, All right, so (laughs) Tiffany Stratton and that amazing ace aside. um, Boner. (laughs) How good has... uh, He's always been sort of good on a microphone, but how good has the character work of Trick Williams gotten? That was really good this week. He stood in the ring with Pretty Deadly and Carmelo Hayes, and Carmelo didn't have to say a fucking word to get the story at an angle over. Mm-hmm. I seem to recall when he first when when he first debuted with Carmelo, um, you and you and I both saying like Carmelo doesn't need him. What, what's right. he even doing with him? And he was he <laughs> peek, was sort of awkward. Peek behind the curtain. Shortly after that, I had an interaction with. A guy who doesn't miss, uh, who yep. basically also didn't understand why this partnership was. I happening. remember you so, telling yeah. us that on this yeah, show. You yeah. didn't <laughs> then, really understand it either. Is, and then here we are, about a what, year and a half after that, and you go, "Oh yeah, the trick." While while he is in the shadow of Carmelo, which is a huge shadow to be in, is slowly digging his way out of there too because he has been great and the in-ring work came which is what we talked about like you know what so did the I. in-ring stuff yeah the in-ring stuff you can work on you can get better at it's it's a lot harder to have that presence but he definitely improved on both of them yep speaking of in-ring work dragging off and the irish ace this week jacketive holy shit that fucking match was incredible I was surprised that they gave away that much on TV. That could have been easily stand to deliver. I, so, okay. Yes, the match in and of itself, the work in the match was fine. It was another match just to set up another match, and I fucking yeah, hate yeah. that shit. Yeah, you're right. It drives me nuts. Um, let that match stand on its own. Let it have it. It's had its own storyline. Don't tie it in and roll it into an open challenge thing. It just, I don't know. It sort of killed the whole thing. And then to end it with a DQ was very fucking attitude era. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I wasn't a huge fan. That's fair. Um, what do we huh, see? And I, I'm not a huge fan of this because I feel like it's blatantly obvious. What do you think about the whole chase you um, fucking? Joe Gacy. 
Andre Chase. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Give him something both for them to do. Sure, but we, I mean, it's blatantly obvious that Duke Hudson is going to cost them the university, right? I don't know. Like, he's Can the we... one who put the university up for the for the match. Or, or they win, and he demands a bigger role because he's the savior of Chase U. Yeah. Well, we, is, we, is that possible, too? That, that would actually be kind of or, or we have Joe Gacy as the new instructor, and <laughs> we get or Or... We just get more Tiffany Stratton camera time. <laughs> no. <it's>... Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of not, uh, do we think we see Sebastian at Stand and Deliver and figure out what the fuck's going on here? Yes. And he's going to... Do we think it's a twist, or do we think it's a new character that is legitimately banging Keanu? Twist stick! Um, <laughs> I, I think it's a new character. I think it's somebody who's in developmental who hasn't been on TV yet. It seems it seems really heavy-handed for this to not have some nuance to it, to where it, it, they're, they're painting the story to where Keanu James is a filthy, cheating whore. I feel like there's got to be some sort of thing here where Fallon Henley gets the comeuppance for not trusting Kiana James, and that Kiana wasn't lying to her. So what do you think happens? Right. Uh, I think we're going to find out Sebastian is it's something... Dark. It's not what we think... The whole Sebastian thing is not what we think it is. Wait, so you it's want not, Fallon to be proven wrong? Yes. But she's the good one. <laughs> But, Doesn't matter, dude. No, no, I mean, I mean, but, good, like as in baby face. No, no, but the story here could very well be that Kiana was trying to turn around, turn herself around, and and do things the right way, and Fallon turns her back to the dark side by not trusting her. So you're saying like uh, it's revealed that Sebastian is like. Kiana James's dad, or something like that. And she's or, not actually brother. fucking with it. Or somebody who she was working with to plan a romantic getaway for her and Brooks. Could be, or yeah. Something benign. Oh, like, like a wedding planner, yeah. like uh, Alicia Could Fox. Could be. You're, you're thinking me? it's going to be. <laughs> and remember, Edge ended up sleeping with the wedding planner. No. Excuse me? No, he did not. He made out with her on GTV or whatever the fuck that was. You you said her name wrong as well. Wait, wait, wait. Alicia so, Fox. So the, <laughs> so the one time they don't be fucking, you think they be fucking. Yes. There it okay. is. <laughs> so you want it to be like an overly gay guy comes out of Sebastian. Just yeah. just so we can be like, okay, yes. well, she's clearly not fucking yeah. him. Yeah, something You want like, Sebastian to end up being Quincy Elliott, is what you're saying. Sure. Why I not? mean, we haven't seen the character in a while. Maybe this is his new character. Well, if you unless you watch Level Up, he's on there a lot. Okay. And uh, hold on, what was Quincy's his on there a lot? Uh, uh, some stupid thing. Um, have you have you seen one of uh? I don't know. I don't oh, the know Super Diva, right? Something like that. Yeah, yes. I don't know if we're supposed to call Quincy. Dude, though, I don't know what his pronouns are, but um, Quincy's one of his. Uh, actually, I keep saying he because fuck it. Um, one of Quincy's moves now is to get up in like a ten punch thing 
and grab his tits and slam them into the face of his opponent. Hot. In case you haven't seen that. If Tiffany <sighs> Stratton wants to steal that move... I mean, yes, of you course. Infinitely be better. <laughs> but, again, I'm when sure we talked about... I'm sure some people that think it's really hot when Quincy does it, Sal. Don't yeah. yuck right. anyone's yum. I, I, when, when it would we, be infinitely better for me, I guess, for my for my viewing pleasure. Remember when, when Stephanie said that they were going to do like more LGBTQ characters? I yeah, don't they, think this they is did what zero. people uh-huh. had in mind. Yeah. Well, no, Sonia. Uh, they they at really, least. I mean, she doesn't really put it out there, though. No, I wish she would, because oh. damn. But they, I think they like sort of on her socials. It. She does like right. Yeah, but. I, I would love to hear, like, on TV, congratulations to Sonya on her engagement. Right. Right. I don't remember ever hearing that on TV. You know what I mean? Well, the other thing, too, is I would actually like to see Sonya on my TV. And that doesn't happen often. <laughs> well, doesn't she have those legal issues she's still trying to fucking deal with now? Oh, that's right. Yeah, she got arrested. Well, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> so, we'll have to see what happens there. But... The, instead of having a an actual gun, stick to finger guns because you know we know she's good at fingering. <laughs> and last thing for me on NXT, uh, how do we feel about the the guys fighting at the pay per view team up to face the actual tag team and then beat the actual tag team? Oh yeah, we knew that was going to happen. <laughs> they even called it out in the episode. He's like. I don't want to do this fucking can they get along bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It's it's lazy WWE booking 101. Yeah, this is what is, that is. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time that that was almost like a monthly occurrence. I, I will right. say this and I will give them credit. Um Vic Joseph and the commentary again, giving Vic Joseph credit not something I typically do, but we'll do it anyway. Um made reference to the fact like there is there is history of this type of thing leading into big matches WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Shawn Michaels and John Cena and yeah. um, Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle. He ran through a list of a bunch of these situations leading into WrestleMania. So I like that they at least pointed out that historically this is something that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Did you Have you seen, uh, I think it was a Botchmania clip, the Vic trying to bail Booker T out of his being fucking terribly wrong about the ladder matches. No. Oh, it's fucking great. The, the Booker T talks about uh, the, the, like the setup is like, oh, you you talk about you don't like ladder matches. Like, well, the ladder match that they had where Razor Ramon and One Two Three Kid. Yes, I on. saw that clip. <laughs> and, and like he goes for a little bit, and then Vickers is like, I think you're, I think you're talking about Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. And he goes, no, no, I'm talking about Razor Ramon like, one, two, three. It's like, you you had an out, and you doubled down on your own. He doubled down, and he was like, I'm talking <laughs> about the one, two, three kid in Razor yeah. Ramon. Sucker. <laughs> you're just like... All I know, listen, listen. All I know is that it's about two things. Checks and championships. Yes. I've learned that since I've watched NXT. They add, right. Vic, okay, it, it is amazing to me that Vic Joseph has ascended to a job. Uh, the <laughs> number one commentator on NXT. A beautiful wife. Um, <laughs> he's, he keeps trying to bail Booker Questionable out. Questionable fashion choices on that woman, but beautiful, yes. 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 He keeps trying to bail Booker out, and Booker just like digs himself into holes out of nowhere. That's because he's like, Booker's hey, Booker, has there ever good. been anybody that you hated during your career? <laughs> 
And he's like, well, when I was when I was wrestling, it was about checks and championships. <laughs> Can we get snack time and dinner time on the same show? Is that possible, or was that one of those things where the world would just explode? WrestleMania weekend. Oh, Guarantee you they'll be somewhere on social. On maybe they'll be on the bump. I don't know about the Ken scene, but they should do TikToks together. Ooh, that's a good oh my gosh! Idea. Yeah, <clears throat> they should just scissor. That's true. Too. <laughs> they should play rock paper scissors and forget the rock and paper. There you go. Just scissor. Yeah. Unless you're referring to rocks as their fists. Then by all means, fist away. All right. Can we, uh, let's do I this don't want thing. to. I don't, I don't either. To. Well, I do, because you know what? I was pissed off. <laughs> right, He's where so I, I was watched, a couple weeks ago. I watched AEW Dynamite this week. I did, Sorry. too. So, first off, let's start. Boring. Right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start right off the bat with the opening contest, okay? Because we open this show with Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy, and Sting. Actually, we open the show with them. With the Young Bucks. I know. I don't give a shit about that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, with them stealing an ambulance angle after they just did on NXT two weeks ago. Nobody gives a shit. Move on. And they face Kip Sabian, Young Up and Coming Talent, The Butcher, and The Blade. Uh, all that shit about how the butcher has got himself in a phenomenal shape, apparently that's over with. Um, but that said, we talked last week about how we felt about the four pillars story that they started telling. Mm-hmm. And I, at that point, said that my biggest issue with this was that I didn't feel like they did anything to build these guys as championship contenders. Mm. And I was instantly proven wrong because they put Darby Allen in a fucking random six-person tag team match the following week. But, but Jason... Did he face a, a top contender? Did he do anything to build himself as a legitimate contender for a world championship? No. You know what he did? He was in a fucking match with Sting and Pockets. And oh, by the way, Sting shows up because he's a fucking true professional in jeans, fucking sketcher boots, not even boots, sketcher shoes, and a long sleeve fucking t-shirt with a scorpion on it. Did, but, did but, fucking did QT break into his car and steal his gear too? No, but you, couldn't, but, bother, but when, couldn't be bothered to put yeah. it on. Hold on, I ain't fucking done yet. Oh Jesus! Let him go. So, so then, then Sting, who we haven't seen on TV in what, like fucking six months, at least he. He goes, and his team wins the match. But and you sit there and you say, to yourself, "Well, of course, his team won the match. Clearly, Darby Allen got the win because we're building towards him in a world title." No, nope, 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 nope. Undefeated, sixty-four-year-old Sting gets the pinfall in this match by beating young up-and-coming talent Kip Sabian while doing Orange Cassidy's dumb little fucking. Kiss. Yes, Sting, who hasn't been on TV in months, as Jason pointed out. All of a sudden is doing comedy in the middle of this match. Literally mm-hmm. doing Orange Cassidy's shtick. Yeah. But it's okay. No, Jason, don't you understand? We know that Darby's ready for the main event because he's staring at the poster for Double or Nothing. That's all you got to yes. do, man. Fuck that shit. They literally brought that up on commentary. They're like, but Darby seems so distracted by the double or nothing sign. And I'm like, what the fuck? And yet again, just another thing stolen from WWE. 
Oh yeah. Well, they they all point to the WrestleMania sign, so let's throw. So all of a sudden we have a double or nothing sign, which we've never done before. By the way, if you can't book a show in Kansas City, stop mentioning the fucking city's name, because every five seconds they will like. We're in Independence, Missouri, right in the shadow of Kansas City. We're so close to Kansas City. He's just jealous because SmackDown was there last week. And outsold them. Oh, yeah. by like ten times. <laughs> At least they're, the... they're hanging from the rafters in Kansas City. Um. Anyway. No, Terrible. Nobody, nobody, nothing. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I got uh, it. Then we follow that up with the Ass Boys versus Top Flight in a match of who gives a shit. Um, immediately followed by, by the way, your tag team champions, the Ass Boys. Um, immediately followed by FTR coming out, and because they have to be heavy-handed about everything at AEW, you will leave AEW if we don't win. Because is this the everybody, wink, wink, nod, this nod. The everybody knows their deals are fucking up. Time? Yeah, is this the 50th fucking time that we've had a I'll leave AEW if I lose this match? Match. By the way, as Eddie Kingston has shown, you can leave AEW and still collect checks from Tony Khan. That's right. Yeah. Funny how that happens. Doesn't Ring of Honor have a tie, have a ladder match for the tag team titles coming up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You okay. you you say this, but the cage match has an eight point three four for Dynamite, so yeah, I don't know why no. you're so upset. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, one of my actual favorite matches on the show. Hook took on Stokely Hathaway, not because it was good, but because I thought Stokely was actually very funny in this segment. He was. He was. From the outfit to the little doctor's note, that was a receipt for, like, the chicken shack. Yeah. I actually thought that was um, good. I also skipped Jade Cargill, because te- she now tells Renee to cut the shit. Yep. yep. Remember when Renee said she couldn't go back to being a backstage interviewer in WWE because it would be like going backwards, so she had to leave the company and do other things? What's she doing now? Um, yeah, no, good. And by the way, did you know that Jade Cargill and Taya Valkyrie have the same finisher? See, I was going to bring that up, and then I was like, who cares? (laughs) Yeah, that's the gimmick now. She stole Jade's finisher. No. Yeah, except that she was doing it before Jade was even a fucking wrestler. Yep. When Jade was still getting her fake titties on so she could be a fucking Sports Illustrated model. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <sighs> let's see what happened next. Uh, Adam Cole makes his entrance out, and we're all, apparently, we're all supposed to think that he's fighting um, Jay White. That was the, the rumor. But no, it's uh, Daniel Garcia who. Is almost called. almost worse trying to have charisma. Yeah, I was gonna say he, he almost none. he found a character in the back of the closet this week, um, and that's not a you know a double entendre. That's just where the fuck did this character come from? All of a sudden he's like, I'm a cool guy and I'm the best wrestler in the world. I'm the best there is, hat. the best there was. <laughs> he even had a fucking yeah. he even had sunglasses on. I was like, what? Have we, have and it's we, inside, so you know he's edgy. Oh my god! Yeah, um, I don't, I don't get where that character came from. I mean, good solid match. I mean, him and Cole will have a good match in the ring, and Cole can get the victory, and doesn't hurt anybody. So, That's I guess fine. I can understand why but, it happened. It's not Jay um, White, so no, 
Uh, we then brought Stu Grayson back to AEW to lose his second match since he's returned, so he's over two because you know fuck the Dark Order. So the uh, um, the Blackpool Combat Club is now three guys who dress in black and come from the crowd and jump people. Yeah, swear I've seen that somewhere before. Yeah, I don't know where. Um, Ricky Starks now wants to fight Juice Robinson because I guess we have Forbidden Door coming up, so you have to get the New Japan guys versus the AEW guys story started. Renee goes, when is this thing with you and Juice Robinson going to ever end? I didn't even it know just what was going started. on. It literally just started. I barely week. heard about them having something on Rampage. That that was it. <laughs> he, he jumped him on Dynamite with the Bullet Club logo. That was it. Then we go to Troy's favorite segment, QTV, where they make fun of Powerhouse Hobbs' opponents uh, just for chuckles. Okay. Boring. No, no, not not even boring. Like, the English channel... chick is kind of hot, though. Sure. Um, oh, no, uh, no, the Delmi Exxon, I don't know, something like that. Haley Cameron, I think is what, yeah. she, what her fucking wrestling name is. <clears throat> yeah, so in true WWE fashion... We're going to take something from 15 years ago and period it. And here it is. Remember I mean, TMZ when TMZ they had that thing? It's still a thing. It's still a thing, but they don't do the fucking show. Yeah, they do. Online. Do they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Nobody watches that shit. But let's let's do a fucking parody of that. Not even a good parody. Of this was probably the worst thing on AEW television this week, and that's saying something legitimate sports-based competition. It was garbage, yeah. man. It made me once again want to revisit why do we cover this shit? I don't I don't I don't like to use the term, but exposing the business is QTE TV with their just like they're 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 a half fucking second away from being like I can't believe he's booked like that. Uh, like, give it, give it a minute. They'll do that next week yeah. on All Access. So, um, so once that shit was over, we did, we found out who Sky Blue is going to lose to this week. Uh, as a, Tony Storm you, makes her way out. Hey, I don't know Why, what you're talking about. Is there I, a hotter loser in the company? I I, I don't know you what mean, you're talking about. You mean about. like hot, physically hot, or hot like yeah. she's on a great streak of losing all of her matches? No, like no, she wins on dark and, and elevator. Um, no. A, a, is there a sexier loser on the show? Nope. Rekka Tahaka? She doesn't, She's not doesn't on the work show. anymore. <laughs> she also doesn't work there anymore. Right. Um, what about the Renegade? Yeah, I, I don't know why you complain about this. Sky Blue looked great. Where's that zipper sound effect? <laughs> I'm not saying, like, her fucking ass was hanging out, and there it was great. Is. Yeah. The problem is, is that... Again, she's another one of those talents that if you watch her on YouTube, she wins all their matches. But if you watch her on TBS or TNT, she's, she's going to lose. Yeah. And of course, because it's Tony Storm, it was it was like this is our weekly fucking women's match because we had to have fucking uh, the ass boys come out there. Couldn't couldn't book two women's matches or anything like that. Nope, don't can't do that. Um, At least Paige didn't call anyone a cunt this week. Where's the champ? That's <laughs> true. Where's the women's champ? Uh, she's having oh, no, she, yeah. Yeah, oh, that one was a joke. Okay, okay. Hopefully yeah. they won't go on as long as Pax have, because 
Because, goddamn. Yeah. I thought Tony had a lot of money. Uh, Can he pay to have these problems go away? No, it's it's hard for... By the way... The, the visa stuff is hard, and wrestling... To, to, for her to say, I'm going to America to be a wrestler, that's still not... It still has a stigma against it. Yeah, so I get that. It's difficult. Because it was the same thing with the Mi Segura, who was trying to work for a couple AEW events where she was like, yeah, I'm having a bit of an issue trying to get my visa to come back because the the customs people are really like, you're doing what now? <laughs> That's not real. Uh, By the way, Troy. Yeah? Uh, how did you feel about Riho coming out with the pipe that's half the twice the size of her again so, this week? Last week it was a pipe. This week it looked like it was a cardboard tube that they fucking duct taped. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's because it was too heavy. I, look. Do you think Drew McIntyre gave her that pipe? I'm sure. (laughs) Like, she's, she's like Marco stunt size. Yeah. And that's not good because if you have her come out with a chair, at least that is something where you're like, okay, it it makes sense. But having her come out with a pipe that she can barely fucking hold up because it's too heavy is not a good luck, and her continuing to run people and, off when she's fucking ninety pounds soaking wet is not a good look. And she she was fucking crow Sting like holding the pipe out, like staring him down, like yeah. Sting with a baseball bat to the NWO. Yep, that's what it is. Because because that meme started making its rounds last week when she did it, so now she's going to do it every time. Yeah, because that's what AEW does. Is they just care about internet points? Yeah, I, I, I Riho should not be in these positions. She should not be looked at as like an intimidating threat because she's not fucking intimidating. No, not at all. And and I don't mind them having Willow Nightingale out there because at least she does look intimidating. But that's the back- one that you should have fucking with a pipe. Right. That's what I mean. She was because- she was playing background to Rio. That didn't make no fucking sense. Yeah. Now, what was to me the worst idea? We get to our main event of Dynamite. Wait, speaking of Marco's stunt size, the main event of Dynamite. Go ahead. Elijo Del Vikingo. Who? Elijo Del Dabacato. (laughs) Dabacato. Now, okay. I do not have an issue with them having this match on dynamite. I do not have an issue with Kenny Omega saying, I want to work with this guy. Can we go get him and bring him in and put him on TV? Don't have an issue with it. What I do have an issue with is putting this match in the main event spot, because here's the thing. Here's a match that has zero storyline implication, zero pay-per-view implication. Zero heat from the crowd that doesn't know Vikingo. Zero reason to happen on TV other than Kenny wants to do this match. Do this match as an opener. Great. Get the crowd hot. Fine. No problem. Your main event of your show should be something at all times that's selling the next event. A match, a segment, doesn't matter what it is, but it should be selling the next match, the next event. This did nothing. Then you get into the course of the match, and it is... Listen, these two are very talented at what they do in the ring. Mm -hmm. 
That said, this was one of the examples of the shit that drives traditional wrestling fans fucking nuts. The nonsensical, flippy bullshit where Vikingo's on the top rope and fucking Kenny Omega is literally staring at him for six full seconds, just standing there, waiting to do something. Yeah. Or Kenny stands up so Vic can go can do his move to him, that right. kind of shit, yeah. Then we get to the super power bomb spot where Kenny almost breaks his fucking neck. Yep. 100%. First or twice, up two times a night. And this is my biggest problem with AEW because the problem is that the fans will go fucking batshit over this stuff and it will feed the ego of guys like Omega and they'll think this is what they need to do to get over when the reality is all this does is risk shortening their careers to a bunch of guys, a bunch of fans who don't give a shit about their long-term health because they're doing dumb shit like this that is so high-risk, low-reward that when it doesn't pay off, and there will come a time where this does not pay off, we've seen it already in AEW plenty. This match meant nothing. Long term. Good match. Well worked. If you like that style of match, no doubt. Didn't make a ton of sense. Didn't sell a pay-per-view buy. Did nothing. Got the main event spot over guys who have been in this company for a long time busting their asses. Vikingo, I think, is booked next week for another promotion on Wednesday, so he's not going to be on Dynamite that week. And remind me, by the way, uh, what did your world champion do on this episode? Nothing. I don't even think you oh. mentioned. What did your uh, What did your TNT champion do on this episode? No. Uh, laughed in the backstage? Hmm. What kind of match did your TBS champion have on this show? She, she told Renee to cut the shit, all right? Right, 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 right. So yeah. No match. Yeah. Um, how about how about your women's champion? No. Well, visa no. issues. We'll well, about. sure, but no match. Okay. Yeah. Your so, your all your international champion was in a six man six man tag match. Yeah. So, sorry, meaningless six man tag match. Yes. So basically, what was the impact of this episode of Dynamite? Because Hangman and Kenny have tension now. Now, okay, so here is... This was actually, obviously, the point of this match main eventing was to get to this segment. Again, I think you could have gotten to this segment differently, but whatever. There's a lot of other ways Um, to get to this segment. Right, exactly. (laughs) Because Uh, a dream match should always end with fucking stuff afterwards. Because as soon as the match is over, Kenny goes to talk, and then the Butt Plug Combat Club comes out, and they attack Kenny Omega. Until we see the old WWE trope of the... Sorry. The ambulance returns from the local medical facility, only to find out it's been confiscated by Hangman Page, who's come back to save Kenny Omega. Mm Mm-hmm. He's driving the ambulance. I I am going to give credit to AEW for one thing, or at least the Blackpool Combat Club here. Okay. They're beating the shit out of Omega. They stand up to see the ambulance arrive. Once they see Paige get out of there, 
they realize that Paige has to take a couple minutes to get to the ring from where the ambulance is, and they go back and they really start fucking laying it in on Omega. Like, I'm going to get as much in as I can before he gets here. That was logical. It made sense. It was smart. It was good business. I loved that part of that segment. That's true, and I will agree with that. That's true. And you don't usually see it, especially not there. Um, I think Jimmy and Jay might have done it, too, when they were beating up Sammy and KO's music hit, but I'd have to go back and watch it again. Um, but then we do this dumb shit where Paige runs him off, and he goes to – Don goes to grab him, and then Don takes a fucking fall. Why is Don trying the, to – The uh, execution I, on this was, was poor because, first of all, Kenny – not Kenny. Um, Hangman took too long to get out. Where we're we're quickly counting down to past ten o'clock, and um, both you know the pe- members of the Blackpool Combat Club are just like, ah, where is he? And they kind of just standing there before his music hit. And then I don't know what the fuck Paul Heyman skit Don Callis watched, but it was the wrong one. And whatever Callis was trying to do, it just looked like shit. It looked He's like trying. he was holding. It looked like he was trying to hold Hangman's arm so Blackpool Combat Club could jump him again, but then he just threw himself on the floor and was like, "Oh, Hangman I hit guess, me." Uh, yeah, the story there is that I guess Don Cows is trying to like prevent Paige from joining back up with them. Yeah, or is he so, working with the Blackpool Combat Club? Yeah, right. something stupid like that. Yeah. Um, he's like actively trying to sabotage because Paige. he's still a heel and told- they want Kenny as a face. So I've been told to since AEW was, was birthed that this was the wrestling company that wouldn't insult my intelligence. So if that <laughs> is the case, <laughs> then next week I expect Kenny Omega to be like, Don, I fucking watched the show. What happened? What the fuck were you yeah. doing to me? Yeah. Yep. And if that doesn't happen, <clears throat> then you can no longer talk to me about AEW not insulting my intelligence. No, because that would mean that you're... Former champion, the guy who created the company, doesn't watch the show. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So it should and also to be, be fair. If he that. doesn't watch the show, why the fuck should we? Yeah. Fair. It it should be noted we we didn't really talk about it, but uh, not only did Kenny almost break his neck on the powerbomb spot, but he then got knocked outside of the ring and then shimmied his way over on top of a table. Just to just to drive home the point that this is fake, and then El Hero del Cantabacado did a fucking six thirty, where he not only probably concussed Kenny with his leg, but also slammed his own head into the fucking back of the ring post or our ring apron, which is of course the hardest part of the ring. So just nice and fucking safe. But don't worry because I'm sure that he'll be working next week if AEW has anything to say about it. So that was one of my biggest issues with the main event and and jason you mentioned it the low reward uh factor of this these guys like like you said kenny almost breaks his neck off that powerbomb spot and i my instant reaction was for what for this this isn't even a fucking pay-per-view feud this isn't even um a long-term story this he's gonna fucking be paralyzed for this and then again with the table spot, I was just like, "What? What? What are they doing? What? Why? Why do do we need a twenty minute match between these two, where they fucking again, try to kill each other?" We've talked about this. We've talked about this a bunch. This is ECW. 
This yeah. is, I've got to constantly one-up what's been done in the past till the point where what else can I fucking do short of killing someone in the ring? Because people gets a bad stop rap caring. Because of the violence. But ECW actually did have stories. Like, there was shit that Paul put time into. I don't sure, know. but the point is the the people were ECW got big based on based on the value, violence, right? I get that. Which, to a certain extent, is why I think MJF is so popular. It's just shock value, yeah. and after a while, you're seeing it with MJF. The shock value wears off, and if you don't give them something different, and I continue to go back to this debate that you and I had, Sal, MJF has given us nothing different since he won the title, yeah. and he's gotten boring. If you it's remember, the same shit. Yeah, if you remember, ACW Mick Foley had talked. Say- Sorry, go ahead. Mick Foley talked about it where um, he started to get annoyed with the fact that in ECW, the crowd would just constantly chant for what they didn't have. Yeah. So you'd pull out a table and they'd be chanting for ladders. Yeah. You'd pull out a ladder and they'd be chanting for tables. You, you, you know, pull out a table and it's we want fire. You know, things like that. Like he got got annoyed with the fact that it was just like. Why don't you just enjoy what you're watching? Why don't you, you know, why is it always got to be something fucking bigger? Something, you know, like, you know. And that's the thing, is that you're going to reach a point where you can no longer exceed what's already been done. Right. And then the crowd loses interest. Which, like I said, for this match, for those two to do what they did in this match, for what? I don't think the crowd could have fucking cared more or less if you don't have those two fucking spots in there. You, I've it, seen... It's not... Nobody's going to remember it. Nobody's... For months now, people don't remember the shit that happens on Dynamite. Because you do it every fucking week. We literally had an independent show where somebody powerbombed another person off of a fucking balcony onto a table on the floor. Yeah. Through light tubes, and probably. Through light tubes, yeah. There's going to be something worse than that. Like, people are going to start fucking dying. And people have already been dying because of independence or, or getting seriously fucking hurt. I mean, you know, there was that one video for a while where that dude fucking snapped both of his legs on, you know, trying to do a fucking 450. And you're just like, stop. Like, it's not fucking worth it, you know? Yeah, but do you remember, you think- like, a decade or so ago, they had that CZW video of that Zandig guy, and he threw somebody off a building onto, like, a burning yeah. car? That, that, exactly. That's it. Yeah. They just whatever's next. What's the next fucking most fucked up thing we can do? Right. Edge and Mick Foley did the flaming table spot. They did it at WrestleMania, and it was the only time we've really seen it. Yep. Yep. It mattered. It was at the biggest show of the year, and even that, the flaming table spot is less dangerous than the top rope power bomb. Yes. Right. There's less That's margin right. for error on a flaming table. It wasn't. Spot. It wasn't even a top rope power bomb. It was a top rope power bomb reversal into right, a yeah, hurricanrana right. that almost broke Kenny's neck. Right. I mean, we had we had Mick Foley get thrown off the top of the Hell in a Cell, and then we've had it happen one time since then, and there was diminishing returns. The fucking Rikishi oh, wicked, thing, wicked bad. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't work out, and we haven't done that since then. You know. And by the way, the immediately following the near paralysis on the powerbomb reversal, we went to a fucking poison rana yep. on Kenny. Yep, that's right. It's correct. Immediately following. 
just did nobody the dumb shit. Nobody fucking checked if if Kenny was okay. Yeah, he was up and moving, but nobody like took a minute yeah. to see if he was like there. Kenny will always tell you he's okay. He's not. And, and if you Kenny. need any proof of that, go back to Brian Danielson being pissed off when Triple H came out and stopped his match because he was he had no feeling in his legs. Right. Yeah. He's this 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 uh, the fucking same guy who sat there and told Brody Lee to fucking drop him on his neck because he wanted to mm-hmm. test it out. Like, no, normal people don't do that shit. Normal people are like, well, you know, I'm healed up now. Why don't you go ahead and fucking try to break my arm again? Yeah. yeah. There's a a reason why we haven't seen anybody get fucking uh, belly-to-back suplex through a fucking uh, glass anymore. Like, just because when that happened, it was like, oh, my God, that's fucking crazy. And it's like the only way that people remember that is the fact that we've never done it again. (laughs) You know, like everybody keeps saying, like one of these days somebody is going to get paralyzed in AW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to happen. I think people might be under the impression that that would make this stop. It won't. No, Tony no. will quickly sweep it under the rug, make sure no one really talks about it, and continue to do everything he's doing. All he will do is he'll just chalk it up to it was a freak accident. It happens all the time in wrestling. I mean, but like, fucking, notice how you know, like when Ray Mysterio killed the guy. When Anna yeah, Jay kind of got shit. dropped in her head on the concrete, we haven't seen or heard anything about her since. You, what you get from the stands is oh, WB is just the same amount of injuries. No, that's what you not get from true. Them. It's <laughs> not true, but that's what you that's what you get from them is they sit there and go, oh well, injuries happen. It's like not to the fucking extent where it's happening every night. Like, in, in, does WWE week's... have injuries? Of course. But they also have fucking 400 people that wrestle every week. Right. And you still can go months on end without somebody getting hurt. There was a point this year where I think four weeks in a row I saw a, a, a female wrestler get hurt badly. Yeah. I mean, Julia Hart can't even think straight anymore. She's Julia been dropped Hart, around so many fucking the times. Bunny, um... Anna J, like, yeah. <sighs> Athena keeps trying to fucking murder people. I don't know if you've seen any of those ones, but every match that she's in, she's power bombing motherfuckers, and their heads are slamming onto the fucking mats. I have not. But they they love showing the replay of Tony Storm's um, uh, Rikishi move and having mm. the person's head snap back. They love showing that six times. Well, see, at least with that, you can. There, there is something that the talent can do. When you have Athena power bombing somebody, there's very little that person can do. That That's is terrible. a best of luck spot. Yep. You know, somebody running their ass into you. A lot of that is you can fucking whiplash yourself on that. Sure. I mean, you, is there still a chance of you getting hurt? Of course. If she fucking hits you wrong or something like that, for sure. Or if she just fucking drives her hip into your fucking nose or something like that. Yeah. Of course that can happen, but yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see it. Like I said, we, this is why we have an issue with Brian Danison being there and and Soraya being there because it's like the two of you have a bad history, and the same thing with fucking Christian Cage. Yeah, what happened to him? He got fucking concussed again, which is like that's the exact reason why he had to fucking <clears throat> you know leave in the first place. Although yeah. he might be he might be done. He might be wrapping up with them, and obviously <laughs> looking to rejoin Edge in, in WWE. I don't know if he's looking to rejoin Edge or if he's looking to be just fucking done. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. We'll we'll see. 
Is is it possible? Again, it would mean that he signed a two-year deal instead of a three-year deal, which is what what Tony Khan likes to do, so he can fucking hoard talent. Um, but it would the the timing would line up if it was a two-year deal, so it's possible he's done. But I don't know. With Christian, it it feels very much like when Bret Hart went to WCW. Like maybe that wasn't the best thing for your career because it actually yeah. took years off of it. It does seem that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I am excited just to go back for a second. I am excited to see Adam Cole in the ring. I, I hope he's fine. Yeah. I do. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. So right. yeah. nothing, I'm not a, I'm nothing not huge... is going to be bad about you know seeing him be healthy and have a, have a great match again. But I hope right. I hope he's okay. I wish we I were heading into WrestleMania watching Gargano and Cole have a match at WrestleMania. But hundred yeah. percent. I think uh, I'm not a huge fan of Garcia, but Garcia is a safer worker than some he of the other guys. He knows what he's doing. He can work. There. The kid can yeah. work, and he's not a flippy, you know. So I feel like that's a good return match for him. Is Garcia will take care of him, I think, or at least I hope. But yeah, yeah I'm a little worried, but you know, just because of the fact that concussions are a difficult thing because it can happen on the fucking slightest of moves too, mm-hmm. you know? All it takes is him, his head going just a little too far back and he's fucking dead I was again. Say, so. It can happen on a fucking spot against the ropes. It yeah. doesn't even happen, it doesn't have to be an impact of, it, of a, like a strike right. or something. Yeah, at least if we have something like a fucking ACL tear or something that you understand that like, eh, a lot of that's freak accident, but yeah, with that, like, um, spe- I'm worried that people, they're going to ramp up again. Speak of, speaking of people concussing themselves against the ropes, uh, that spot that Dragunov did on NXT where um, McDonough threw him outside and, and he went under the bottom rope and like hit his head on the bottom rope, I'm sure there's a great way to take that spot, but it looked fucking crazy vicious. Isn't that yeah. the one that Enzo took that fucking knocked him out? Yeah. Yes, it is. But you yeah. saw you saw the spot I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. So is there like a safe way to take that spot? Yeah, you snap your head down before you actually hit yeah. the ropes. Okay. Uh, Simon. If you off. if you it's know it's coming, great, the the Enzo one he clearly didn't know that rope right. was coming. Right. <laughs> so, but. It's still it's risky though. Uh, looks you, risky. You really have to have your you really got to have your timing right on it because if you're you're a second late, you're fucking snapping your own head against the ropes. So <sighs> JD McDonough could break his neck, and I'd be fine with it though. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, anything else before we take it on home? Well, that's it. All right. Next week is going to be our big predictions fucking episode because we've got WrestleMania and we've got Stand and Deliver to predict. So I'm uh, sorry, we got what? Stand and Deliver. So oh, go yeah. ahead and and uh and check us out next week for Maybe those Ginger predictions. Back for that one since he sort of coined that. Yeah. Um I will be having obviously I have to put it up before next week's SmackDown, but um, most likely Wednesday I will have the predictions up because Stand Deliver. Well, maybe I could do it Tuesday because they they already taped the the one, yeah. so maybe I'll do that. Um, but I'll have both predictions. You don't want to spoil anything. Week. Yeah, I might have to do it as NXT is going on, <laughs> just yeah. to be like, all right, NXT's over. Boom, 
put yeah. up on there. So runoutwrestling.com, check it out there for next week. And then, uh, yeah, after that, we will uh, the following week we'll have the recap of WrestleMania and uh, and then the Raw after Mania, which is usually pretty fucking. The Triple uh, H's first so. Mania, it's hard, in charge of creative, and his first Raw yep. after Mania. So it'll be interesting to see yep. how that goes. And, and stand first and deliver. And the last few Raws after oh. Mania have been lackluster, so I'm looking oh, forward for sure. to see what happens now that Triple H is in charge. Remember that time yeah, they did we, like a 12 man tag for. No reason other than everybody else was going to Europe the next week. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, uh, yeah. Raw after Mania used to be like this is the revivals. Fucking, they did a fucking WWE is... twenty four or something on it at one yeah. point. It was that yeah. because special. it was it was the night that either people came back or new people debuted or yeah. or new big storylines started. So we'll right. see Switchblade Jay White make his debut. But like and you said, will come back. the past couple yeah. of years have been pretty tame, to say the least. By the way, if Cody wins, if assuming uh, Cody wins at WrestleMania, yeah, I really, really want his first program to be Randy Orton after WrestleMania. If assuming Randy's able to wrestle again, absolutely. That's 100%. a reverse. Yeah, the whole legacy tie-in, like they could do, tell a great story. There. He's been bringing yeah. it up too. The past yeah. couple weeks, so I don't think that's by accident either. All right? No, you got a point. So, but... What do you want to RKO about? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, thank you to Jason. Thanks, Troy. Thank you, Sal. Thank you, Troy. And thank you for listening to us, Jason. Watch Ben says Oh, I guess that means we will. At... Sorry, I oh. had a flashback to NXT. <laughs> I guess that means we will run your ass down next time. Bye-bye. Peace out, bitches. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling 
follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the salser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.